0: Questioning of authority. Now, more than ever, it is time to unite in a place where you can still be yourself. And the freedom of expression continues to exist. The The Enter the hideout. And be heard.
1: Hey, good evening everybody. Welcome to the best of the hideout mixtapes. Uh, I'm Matthew Irving. Me and C Lane will be bringing you the Hideout mixtapes tonight. What's up? Uh, so stay tuned for all that. We got a lot of good stuff. Tommy tricks chunks at car wash, a guy sends dubs, girlfriend a nude picture, and uh, movie advice about the nude picture for dubs. That's all in the first hour. Also, C Lane, what do we got over there?
2: Yeah, uh, coming up later this hour. We have pairs of tickets to Extreme Midget Steel Cage Wrestling Match being held Monday, yeah. August 7th.
1: Midgets! At Sun of the Beach
2: in Kissimmee. We're going to be Hideouts broadcasting live. That's uh, next Monday, August 7th. For more ticket information, call 407-719-3610 or uh, stick with us, and we'll be giving away some pairs of tickets uh, coming soon.
1: Yeah, so stay tuned for all that. Uh, Let's get into the Hideout mixtapes right now. You're listening to The Hideout on Real Radio 104.1. Give me the beginning of that story there, Tommy. Tease it up. Uh, Basically,
3: I had to go get my car washed, Mm -hmm. and Chunks came along with me. It was like Saturday I don't know, evening, and I went to go. I went and got gas, and I bought the little, you know, do you want to buy a car wash with this, and I did, and I pulled the receipt out, and I threw something away, and so as I'm driving up to type my little code in to get my car washed, it wasn't working, so I got kind of mad, and um, I, I, we drove back to the pump, and I was like, hey, go find it in the trash, since, you know, the yeah, car, the car like was Yeah, just like that, running.
4: just like that, nice. Oh yeah, go find it in the trash. Like it happened like that. What happened? All right, chunks. What's your side of the story? I, I, I want to get into it now, but I mean, he's he's glossing it over. Right. What do you mean you don't want to get into it? I now? said I do. Okay. Well, I mean, yeah. it, but I mean, it's it, I'm gonna keep going though. Go. You drive. You know how he. Tommy Bateman's got a short temper. Quite short temper. Are oh, you say you calling him short like a little guy or what? Mm-hmm. No, you know he's a little height deprived. <laughs> yeah that's such a funny now so no. we're going because you ch- aren't that funny Yeah, you know, i want to go i want to go with, I, you know i want to hang out with tommy let's see what's going on so i'm like dude i'm so gonna, you're gonna go with him to the car wash yeah i'm gonna go to the car wash with you so he's getting pissed off at the pump for some reason and he's like god for the gas prices and he's just complaining the whole time like ah, that's cool man and he throws something out and um we, we go over to the car wash he's like why isn't this blanking code working? I can't believe it. It's on the stupid receipt. I'm like, hey, man, did you did you check the code out? And he's like, no, you probably threw it out or something. I was like, dude, I was not even out there. So we drive back to the pump, and there's a guy like on a motorcycle at our pump. And he's like, that guy's going to steal my car wash receipt. And he yells. He's like, get out of the way. Get out of the way with his window down. And he just starts yelling at me to get out of the blanking car and get it out of the trash Because he thinks he threw it out. So he's making me jump, go dig in the trash. And I'm trying to be nice because he's a nut and I don't want him killing anyone. So I go digging in the trash and they just threw out eggs or something like that. (laughs) And there's nasty, disgusting, like cigarette ash in there and old bottles. And I pull out his receipt and the stupid credit card, uh, the car wash code isn't on it. So I say, hey, Tommy, did you leave it in the pump when you ripped your receipt off? Did you leave a little bit? In the pump. Oh, yeah, man. Sorry about that. Maybe you should have
3: checked there first. He he
4: left the car wash. You know when you pull the receipt out of the pump, a little of it breaks off? He left the the part with the car wash code in the pump. So I'm dirty. I mean, like, my hands are dirty. You know, I was like, let's just just go get this done. Why didn't you just uh, kind of put your hands out the window during the car wash? No, well, you know, uh, I guess you could say that kind of happened. Because, you know, me, I've never been in one of those car washes where you could sit in it. What? So to me, this is amazing. One of those, those high pollutant car washes? <laughs> yeah, like I've always been in one where you have to get out of the car. do oh, did you grow up in Nigeria? No, you hey. know. <laughs> so, you know, I've never known. It. I was like, hey, Tommy, what
3: are you doing? What's Don't we need get to out? get out? <laughs> He's like asking me all these questions. Like, isn't this going to mess up your car? Isn't it going to scratch
5: it? Yeah,
4: because, you know, it looked like it was like thick plastic that they used to wash wash his car he's like no not at all and he's all like why is the car moving back and forth what's going on i still in the life of me don't know how that car moves back and forth so so the best <laughs> the best part is he goes hey what happens if you have to like jump out of the car or something and i
3: go why would you need to jump out of the car and he's like i don't know say so like your car catches on fire you gotta run out and, and i just made up i go there's a little sensor and the car wash will turn off immediately even if you just open your door <laughs>
4: Yeah, it's funny. So he's like, hey, it's going to pause. Why don't you jump out and try it? So I'm like, ah, what the hell? You know what I mean? I saw a camera around there, so I figured he was telling the truth. that funny. So I jump out, and the stupid thing starts up for the second cycle. I'm getting hit in the face with the plastic thing. I'm getting hit in the
6: balls. And he's sitting there cackling like a freaking maniac, just like that.
7: No, I
3: was
6: no. screaming,
7: shut the door first. I don't know why you're going crazy. You're the idiot who got out in the middle of a car wash. He
6: told me it would stop. <laughs> what you guys would a dick and stop what if no. it? What if, it what if a little kid does it if it doesn't stop it's barbaric you shouldn't be allowed to sit in those things they should have a warning for people like me who <laughs> do stupid <laughs> things like that
7: hey i but, think it does have a warning say please stay in your car at all times and roll your windows up i think that is
5: nobody
6: takes it dr- seriously they, they you, just, you
7: just ask for a warning and then
5: say they don't take it seriously I so, should sworn. they say in the beginning of the warning, hey, uh, take
3: this seriously? I
5: could
6: have sworn. We're not kidding. Or, or there was a sensor seriously. in there
3: that, that stopped it all. I could have
4: sworn.
6: So then, after I get my bath, yeah, after I get my bath, he drives off. Like, he just drives off. Oh, I'm like, not oh, going to get he's, back. He's running a funny thing. He'll come back and pick me up later. No, he runs why out would the window. He's like, you're all wet. You ain't riding with me. And exactly. I... Why would I let you in the car and ruin my car? Because you tricked wet. me, dude. You easily, and I don't get a. To trash for you and i was all dirty anyways and wet it's not funny well you got
3: a bath and then you got some exercise
4: this in no way is funny at all man it's, <laughs> i could have died i could have died how could you have died you could die from those mechanics in Wax the, in the car wash it's shooting crap at you and the brushes are hitting you in the balls. <laughs> no, they're hitting the car. They shouldn't
7: be hitting you in <laughs> the balls at any point.
3: And uh, that's not true. I didn't exactly just drive off. I, you know, let you get close and then I would drive a foot forward.
8: <laughs>
4: <laughs> I did that a few
3: times and then I said, hey.
4: Yeah, all of you, you enjoy doing that. All of you have done that to me at one point. Did he get the interior of your
3: car wet, Tommy? It only got a little bit wet because it was right in the middle of switching from like the things that hit your car to wash off and then the rinse cycle when he first jumped out. So I started screaming, shut the door shut the door like an idiot he did it and i just locked it because <laughs> i don't want him getting back in the car all wet i can understand you don't want because then you get a mildew yeah <laughs> no,
4: no I, i'm a human being i could have died what about a hey, chunks could have died that would have been a sad day that chunks died but your
3: replacement's sitting right next
4: to me yeah i know Hello. very well aware of that
3: i was just more concerned about the uh mile than he had to walk home yeah, it was cool. about a
4: while it was about a mile walk. He didn't even turn around. He didn't come back. He, he never call. came back to get you. No, he didn't and I was thinking, hey, he's just joking on me. you know I, I, I'm cool with it. I it was my, joking or jerking. I was stupid <laughs> for jumping out of the I was stupid for jumping out of the car. He'll come back, but I'm walking home and I'm thinking and about it's kind of cold thing. too, right it was it was cold this weekend, and I'm walking home and I lose it
6: on the way home. <laughs> thinking about the whole thing, and I end up walking again, I'm just trying to talk to him. I'm trying to be a, a good person. I'm trying to be a good person, because I'm mean to everyone, and I'm mean to the females, and I'm fat and lazy, so I'm just trying to make everybody happy. And no! he's probably laughing at the phone.
7: Why are you snapping your fingers?
4: I don't know. I'm very upset right now. He's probably talking to Matt I'm, I did the chunks. <laughs>
3: you just need to calm down. Take a nice long, warm shower at
4: Exxon. <laughs> <laughs> oh, man. Oh, my God. And if I was if I was so afraid of him, I'd stand up to him and say insulting things to him right now, but he could kill me. Go like ahead. What,
9: what, what would you say if you could? Nothing. If, he, if he weren't listening. He's quite quiet. short.
7: He's quite short. Yes.
4: that's your big, big uh, announcement. He's deal? a short, he's a short little guy. He's got a fuse. He needs to be nicer to people. He's mean and he's sick and he's sick in the head. I'm nice to all the callers. Unlike you, Dude. I love
3: the callers and listeners.
4: Dude, it's not. This is seriously. I'm getting. I'm. I'm shaking. So, it. so how could he make? Wash. How could he make it up to you? Dude, I don't. I don't. I'll let you wash. Apologize. My car. A simple, <laughs> maybe apology it would be nice.
3: Sponge bath. What?
4: Hey, I'm sorry, man. <laughs>
3: Hey, we'll go get your car washed tonight. I swear to God, the sensor will work this
4: time. No,
6: it's not. I'm not gonna jump out. I'm not hey, wasting hey. money on
4: the pink monster. Calm, <laughs> calm down. I'm trying. I'm sorry, but I'm very frustrated right
5: now. Do you want to apologize to Tommy for almost getting his car wet in the inside and making it? Melt I know, not off? even
3: an apology. Dude, I, I, hold on. Do you, hold, on <laughs> wait,
5: hold on a second. Do you want to apologize to Tommy <laughs>
8: oh, for, op- my
6: eyes popping out.
5: for opening the car door, which could have almost taken the car door off if it had kept moving forward in the car mm. wash? He,
4: he tricked me, and I'm not going to yell, man. I'm going to maintain decent tones. But he- Are you
6: about to throw up? No, man. I'm I'm very angry. This is how I get. Oh, you
7: get retarded when you're angry. No. <laughs> You become an epileptic, retarded kid. He's always like this after a you
6: shower. You guys know I'm stupid. You can't tell me things like this because you know I'll do it. You told me to take my shirt off the other day and give it to you, and I started to. Until <laughs> so you told me not to. I'm very dumb, all right? I don't understand. why you guys can't realize that. I could have got killed.
7: But you have a nice shiny coat now. <clears throat>
6: so. Turtle wax, too, and he got the deluxe. He tried playing it the whole time. <laughs> so true. he did you a favor. He got the undercarriage and all that good stuff. That has been washed a while for you.
4: <laughs> my eyes hurt, and I feel like I got Brian Pepper's eye right now. I feel like he's just
6: hanging out the side of my head. It's not funny.
4: It's not, man. That's sick. You don't understand how sick that is. That that was a sick and cruel thing Well, to that's do. what
6: happens.
3: You
4: get sick once
3: you uh, take a shower and then run right outside. Yeah, I toweling mean, off. Yeah, you gotta dry off. You, make could, sure have you could have at least up. waited at the end where that like hair dryer yeah, thing comes no, that's down. That's what
6: he's telling me. He's pointing at it like a maniac, laughing. He's like, dry, dry. That is true. was like, I was like he's come here, dry off.
7: Come here, and he wouldn't do it. Maybe if you dried off, you could have gotten back in Tommy's car.
4: I wasn't yeah. gonna go back into that death trap, man. <laughs> it's not. It's mechanics. I could have lost an arm or something. I, uh, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I'm sorry, but you guys don't. It, of course, they can't. aren't. They aren't like chainsaws
7: swinging through there. They're nice, uh, uh, fluffy uh, foam brushes. Foam brushes. No, no that's soft plastic. touch.
4: No, it was plastic. That was at least from soft touch. They're not gonna do plastic on your car. It would scratch it. That's what I told Tommy, but he said
6: no. I don't understand how these car wash things work, okay? I've never seen one where you got to sit in there. It's still the life me. I don't know how it moved back and forth. His car wasn't in neutral. How does it happen? But no, I end up somehow getting wet, and I had flip flops flying all around, and he's laughing at me, and trash all over the place, and the I, guy comes out saying, what the problem? I, I don't know, <laughs> all right? I just need to go home and sleep.
3: Well, I'm still mad at the car wash, you know, that the sensor didn't go off and that you almost got my car flooded inside. They really should look into that sensor. Dude, maybe
7: you should look into it again,
3: Chunks.
10: Yeah, let's
3: go through it tonight and we'll see if... It can't happen twice. No. We can even go to a different uh, car wash. Uh, no, what you think the?
4: Se- no, see, so you guys are fooling me again. You guys are fooling me again because in my you mind can I say, wash
10: my
8: car. I
4: say, hey, th- 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 it would be a nice, you know, the sensor probably was faulty that time. But no, there's no, no, no sensor no. in there that stops da, da, at da, all. Okay, right. it's like da, a dishwasher. Da, all right, hold on it. a second. Yeah. Uh, this really happened <clears> to <throat> you.
5: Are you kidding? That this really happened to you? It
4: doesn't make. Does it not make sense to you that you, there's a person out there and somebody could get hurt that it would stop automatically? Who the hell? Gets, Why would you try it?
6: Who the he- he told me to? That's the
4: whole thing. You guys don't see what I'm coming. Who from? the hell gets
5: out of a moving car? A moving car? What? If you have really never seen any one of these. New inventions of a new car wash? Where you don't get out of the car? Would you really take the chance of getting out of a moving car
4: wash because it's such a foreign idea? Would you really get out? I thought that the sensor would turn it off. Well, it would have been a fun thing to try. I was expecting. I had to get a, It's like a Chinese fire drill. That's not the smartest thing do. Don't be racist. Do. Come on. Don't be racist. What?
5: It's MLK Day. Why run them down for your own stupidity? <laughs>
6: I hope
9: you get yellow fever.
6: Oh, come
4: on. Like, nobody's done that before. I'm just saying there's some things that aren't necessarily the smartest. Bill, <laughs> on 95, you're in
5: the high down rule radio. You got a resolution?
11: Uh, well, not so much a resolution, but I wanted to know if uh, things how the whole car wash uh, didn't get done because Chunks got out of the car. Did uh, Chunks offer to reimburse them for the uh, money spent on the car wash? All right, that's so not obs- good. actually go and get it washed?
5: That's a great observation, Bill. Chunks... Uh, Tommy, how much did that cost you?
3: I believe it was uh, you eight it? or nine dollars.
11: Oh, oh, well, uh, exactly. Tommy,
5: uh, you know, here's what we'll do. We'll just do a nice, even eight ninety five that is owed to Tommy Bateman.
3: I, n- 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 can I get some it, for like anxiety? Because I was really nervous that my car door was gonna get scratched gonna, or like really yeah, wet.
5: Here's what we're gonna go for mental suffering. A full ten dollars.
3: You
6: gotta be kidding me! I'm the victim here. <laughs> Not him. I'm the victim. All right. You take advantage of my stupidity. I don't have ten dollars. All right. I had to scrounge and ask people down in XL for thirty-five cents to get a soda out of the machine. A uh, soda? Yes.
12: Soda. <laughs> soda
6: pop. 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 Some people call it. All right. I can't give you ten dollars. I'm the victim here. I'm sorry if I tried to yell. Did you understand how I could have died? I was very scared when the prices hit me in the face! Hey,
3: don't worry about yelling. We have a sensor that will turn your mic off automatically.
6: <laughs> Holy crap! My heart!
3: Oh, I guess the sensor went off. <laughs> <laughs>
5: here's, what, here's what we're gonna do we're gonna set up a payment plan. You're gonna pay $9 now, and then when you get the other dollar, give it to Tommy.
6: You're kidding me, right?
5: It's a hideout row radio 104.1.
6: We start off the night with a phone call that
5: you made to me, and I am I'm completely surprised you want to put this on the air. But I am I will say hey, I will sit back, and
7: it is the J Dub Show on Real Radio 104.1. Well, here's the thing, uh, I want you to pepper in along with what I'm gonna say here. I'd rather uh, not. I'm gonna go ahead and uh, eat my pretzels. You aren't supposed to eat in here. I'm gonna really have to call uh, terrific Tom. and Terrific tell Tom him. don't care. Tell them that you're getting crumbs in the phone system. So what happened? Uh, Friday night after the open door and after we went out to our super secret location uh, to have drinks and everything afterwards with the rest of the heretics, I went back home. Um, My girlfriend was sleeping on the couch.
5: Hot? Did you greet her by unzipping your pants and slapping it on her face and saying, hey, wake up? I need some water?
7: More like the small of the back. Okay. Um, but I, I grab her phone because there's a message waiting on the phone.
8: Okay. It,
7: it, it's a picture mail on the phone. Oh, wow. All right. So a lot of times she gets the picture mail from her family and everything. Her, her uh, sister has kids and everything. So, especially this time of the year, we get a lot of pictures of them in their holiday gear, uh, you know, putting stuff on the tree, doing that kind of crap. And uh, so I, I go to open the picture mail. It's some dude. Just a picture of some dude. So I scroll through the pictures a little bit more. There's a picture of his penis on the phone. I try not to jump to any conclusions. I go over to the computer. Now hold on a second. Was
5: that was that person SBK? No. Okay, because I no. know that he... It was a very white penis. I know that he uh, has a tendency to say, hey, come here, look at my new phone,
7: and then show you a picture of his penis. Mm-hmm. the old brother does that. So I go over to the computer where uh, my girlfriend's instant message is still uh, up. Shut up! You- there you go. What's her instant message name? I'm not going to tell you that. Like, I don't already And have it. she's talking to this kid that I've met before, uh, she's been friends with him since she was like five or six. Yeah, we uh, all know him. His name's uh, hey, boom, bye, hey. no, it's not SBK. It's uh his name's Dominic. Dominic was sending messages, and uh, they're ca- they're catching up, you know, doing the friend thing.
5: Hey, how's your penis? Mine's great.
7: Um, it's only uh, one guy talking, so oh, okay, uh. I thought you were ready to announce that. So, I uh, I go on. I find Dominic uh, chatting with my girlfriend, and uh, he's. It starts off pretty innocent, like, "Hey, what's going on? Yeah, how have you been? Long
8: time. Yeah, how
7: have you been? I'm talking like seven, eight months. Whatever. This is how much it's grown since then. (laughs) And uh, then. He asked her to send a picture of what she looks like now. So she sends a picture Hot. Of, of her Hot. and myself. Oh, and that's sweet. Now mm-hmm. that's a good move.
5: Yeah. Does she make it known in the i'm conversation she is dating um, well, he, he Sergeant
7: Sponge tongue? He knows that. Okay. He's known that for a while. I I met him back in Michigan. We're all together back then. Okay. So she sends that, and he says. I don't want one with that fag Justin in it.
5: Now, here's the thing. Um, I actually, that's what management said when I sent down our tapes. Mm. They go, could you please get rid of. The fag, yeah, okay. Uh,
7: And uh, so, (laughs) already I'm turned off on this whole thing, and I've always had the suspicion about this guy. This no. guy is a major, major douchebag. Every time I've met him... Oh, it's not SBK. Not SBK. This guy has always been a major douchebag.
5: All right, so but how's he been a douchebag? Tell me how he's well, been. I, when, is I, he one of those guys that whenever
7: he's, you know he's there to bang a girl? Exactly. Okay. He's uh, Every time I've met him, uh, I've always been very nice to him because my girlfriends always had guy friends, and they. this is the only one that I really really knew was an ass because most of the times too as a dude you know
5: which guys are trying to bang your mm-hmm. chick and which ones aren't
7: and i i i hang out with all of her friends back in michigan they were always really cool really uh, inviting to me you know hanging out doing whatever and this guy was very uh okay you can leave now i'm trying to talk to your girlfriend type guy you know never said that but he asked know, you to leave no no but you could always tell he wanted me to Uh, What does he look like? He's here's what I imagine. Okay, I imagine
5: uh, one of those dirt balls with a dirt stash that idolizes Eminem.
7: He's a young spoon. That's what he is. He's a very uh, uh, small guy. Uh, Very, um, just very. He's one of yeah one of those guys that looks like he wants to be Eminem. Dresses the part. Does all that stuff. And uh, yeah, so I, I scroll down further in the message that they were saying back and forth, and uh, he's sending pictures. He's like, "I'm gonna send you like ten to fifteen pictures." So, all
5: right now, uh, six nine sis is asking, "Is it dirty, Howie?" No, we know he likes to get everyone pregnant and show his pee pee all over the place.
7: Was well, that dirty, Howie? Okay, just making sure. Uh, so I scroll down further, and he goes, "Did you get the one of my penis?"
5: Wow.
8: Okay, for those
5: of you just tuning in, this is something that happened. This is a a conversation that was happening online between Dubs' chick and an ex-friend
7: of hers who still lives in Michigan. Mm -hmm. All right. And uh, so after he says that to her, she goes, oh, is that what that was? Oh, burn. You know, I I thought it was a pinky. (laughs) Is that what she said? I think that was the, the joke there. Oh, okay. But uh But it was she wasn't ooing and aw on the of course but, not. She's dating you. But Here's oh, this of epic. course. But I had a little to drink that night before I got home. So I stand over. Wake up,
8: bitch!
5: Alright, hold on a second. I I want you to pause there. I want you to pause there because we gotta take a break, alright? Okay. I want to when we get back, I want to hear the reaction. I heard a little bit of the reaction but I want to hear about the back and forth between you and your chick after this is being discovered after a Friday night. Jake the mechanic in Winter Park, you're in the hideout. What you got, Jake?
13: What's up, guys? Hey, man, I just want to tell j he needs to lay off Jimmy Jams. He's not like that. Yeah, it's it's not
5: fair. And here's the thing, too. Hey,
7: and I'm sorry I had a time for the picture of my penis. I'm going to be sending your girlfriend.
5: Yeah, we all are. All of them just lined up saying, guess which one? Which one do you want first? Thanks for playing. All right, we're going to take a break. We're going to come back in the middle right now of a Lifetime original movie, except it would be on Spike. It's J-Dubs and his girlfriend, his girlfriend having erotic uh, talk, one-sided erotic talk yeah, from it, an ex-friend of hers.
7: It was uh, from the guy's side. She really didn't uh, participate in it at all. All
5: right, here's another question. Matt, I, I, don't want you to, I don't want you to answer now, but answer when we get back. Was uh, the member, yes, was it at ease or saluting? I told you not to answer.
7: I didn't answer which way. I thought you were going to say large. Was it? <laughs> mm, not really. Of course, not. you're looking at yours every day. Mm. Uh, all right, let's take a break and we'll come back. 407 916 1041 888 star 1041 on your singular wireless phone.
5: Are you comfortable... With people telling you what to do in your relationship? Or
7: will you
8: be
5: willing to take
7: advice of people?
5: Because some I'm, people may blame your chick.
7: If you want to blame my chick, that's fine. I right, think that's I, the I rule I'll take. I will get, uh I will get into everything we talked about, explanations, everything when we get back. I right, we'll
5: take a break and we'll come back. 407 916 1041 888 There's another part of this story that I can't wait and I hope you're going to tell it when we get back. I'll talk to you about it during the break. It's the Hideout Real Radio
2: 104.1. What's up, y'all? This is sea right here. You're listening to the Hideout Mixtapes, Real Radio 104.1. We're going to go ahead and give away our first pair of tickets to the Extreme Midget Steel Cage Wrestling Match. Midgets, woo! So be the first caller to 407-916-1041 or uh, toll-free uh, star 1041 on your singular wireless phone to get those tickets. Now back to the mixtapes. is the Hideout Real Radio 104.1.
5: Friday night after the open door in the uh, secret location with the heretics for the after party, Dubs comes home,
8: uh,
5: yeah. finds an IM conversation that his chick is having with an ex-friend uh, in Michigan. And as it turns out, the ex-friend at... Sent a picture, a lot of pictures, uh, to her on her picture phone, and also a picture of his penis. And so, uh, Dubs, we're now at the point in the story where Dubs is going to wake his chick up. Now, Matt Albert's question was, was the uh, member uh, saluting or at ease? It was of at attention. Okay. Uh, let's take a couple phone calls real okay. fast. Let's go to uh, Jesse. You're in the Hide On World radio. What you got, Jesse?
11: Yo, man, j
5: Yeah.
11: I, I had a girlfriend, then, and mm-hmm. she had one of these dudes, you know what I mean? And what, what I think you got here is uh, she's got a backup dong. You know what I mean? Like, uh, once she got that picture, she should have
14: flipped out and let him know that's not a friendship behavior. You know what I'm saying?
5: Now, all right, so there is one point of view of mm-hmm. if she is truly yours and truly taken, she should have flipped out and said, hey. This isn't acceptable. I don't need this. I got a
7: man. I think, personally, from where I'm coming from, uh, her making fun of it was good enough. Because if someone sends me a picture, a naked picture, you know, I, I'm not going to flip out of them and say, How dare you send me a picture of those uh, nice round breasts?
5: Because, yeah. by the way, oh, oh well, we'll get to that yeah. in a second. Uh, now, here's J-Dub's girlfriend's boyfriend from Michigan. You're in the high-down road radio.
11: Hey, Dubbies. Yo. What's up, babe? Hey, yeah, this is your, your
15: girlfriend's,
13: uh, your boyfriend from up in Michigan.
5: What do you got, I my friend? I just
13: wanted friend. to say, um, hey, uh, no, you should have seen the picture she sent me,
5: huh? Oh, see? Mm-hmm. That's where it's at.
7: Yeah. Now, Dubs, you come home. You're mm-hmm. drunk from hanging out with the heretics and i not drunk, but I buzzed. I had three beers. I had a uh a, a, Inhibition buzz where you know uh, I'm I'm a little bit more loose. So it's, it's and by
5: the way, Matt Albert says it's time to round up the heretics. Time to get the posse,
7: go out and do some mass whooping.
5: So you are now going to confront your girlfriend. Mm. And this happened Friday night, Saturday morning. So
7: I'm a, I'm a little buzzed and really worked up, you know. So I lean over, clap my hands. Wake up, bitch! Wow. Wake up.
5: Okay, now you're clapping your hands though, right? Yeah. Okay.
8: Yeah,
7: clapping
5: my hands and right in her, her face. No, all right,
7: all right. no. And uh, so she wakes up. I proceed to yell at her a little bit more right then. What are you yelling? What are you saying? What the f is this? I'm, like holding the phone and everything, blah blah blah. And I said, I'm gonna go chill out for a few minutes. I might be back tonight. I may go somewhere else. I don't know. I'm I'm gonna go chill out. Yelling, of course. Uh. So I leave. I try to call you. To what figure. time was this? Right after uh, we left uh, the other place, so I think it was like 1.30. I couldn't get a hold of you, so I called Tommy. Started talking with him about it. Now, what's her reaction when you wake her up? Shocked. I mean, really? Yeah, she, she had a little drink that night, too. So she And I'm, I'm yelling like a maniac, so she really doesn't know what to say. Once she gets her stuff together, like... Her bearings about yeah, it. Yeah, two or three minutes talking to Tommy, she beeps in and asks me to come back. Okay. So I, I came back in, and I start talking with her. Um, <clears throat> from there, I I'm still worked up. Right. And she asks, are you going to hurt me? Like, she's I think, legitimately worried that... I it's a serious question. I've never... I'm not a violent person, especially towards family members or, you know, friends or... Especially my girlfriend.
5: You never hit a woman? No.
7: Unless she hit me. But she asked... Are you going to hurt me?
5: And, um... Now, does that make you feel good in a way? Like, she, you got no. her scared?
7: No. I... I, I actually... that. Made me a little sad. Yeah, I'm like, no, of course I'm not going to hurt you. What am I going to do, walk over and beat Push the hell you? out of you? No, I'm completely with you on I, that. I'm like, if, I'm gonna, if I want to hurt you, I'm going to kick you out, and uh, you can go live with your parents or something. You can do that. Right. That's how I'll hurt you. If right. I want to. But not
5: physically, because that's no. stupid
7: to do it physically. Yeah.
5: Um. All right, let's take phone call real All quick. Right. James in Orlando, you're in the hideout on Rural Radio. What do you got, James?
12: Um, Hey,
11: uh, I, I got a girlfriend, and uh, we got these two friends. Like, they're kind of like less my friend and more her friends, uh, but we've known them, oh, God, since at least freshman year in high school. And, I mean, I love my girlfriend, and, and she loves me, and uh, at least I think she loves me, but uh, she's beautiful. <laughs> and uh, these guys, I feel kind of bad for them because they're kind of like that case where, you know, Alea is just my girlfriend's name is Alea. She's just such a nice person that she just genuinely befriends them, and so like they kind of have this hopeless like kind of like flirtation that always goes on with her. Mm-hmm. They always. Say, well, here's the thing. They're they're gonna they want to bang her. I mean, yeah. there's no oh, doubt. Oh, that... I know they do. oh I, I know they do. I mean, I mean, she's never gonna go for them because
12: it's just like. They can, no, I got you. Yeah, yeah, I
5: got you, James. Thank you, buddy. Now he's, uh, that, cause he can identify about you know he's got a girlfriend. Guys like to hang out with
7: her, and, and that's kind of the deal with my girlfriend, where she's been friends with this guy since since uh, you know they were five. Never had a relationship. Alright, he's dirty then. Yeah, he's just thinking of the five year old her. Yeah, and. Uh, that's why i think if it was some guy that she just had met did that she would have probably flipped out on him but she doesn't want you know she's not gonna you know uh, entertain him at all with it but she's not gonna flip out on him over the picture that's where i was at with uh with that by the end of this but all right so what
5: do you guys you guys have a discussion right yeah and so what do you
7: guys talk about you and your chick uh well we talk about what the hell, blah, 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 How I knew this guy was a scumbag. I've always known he's a scumbag. You know, and uh, this just proves it and everything, blah, 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 blah. And she's trying to, you know, calm Ooh. me down saying that she Does doesn't she... want anything to do with him. You know, sh- she just jumped online and he IM'd her and they were talking back and forth and uh, she was waiting for our neighbor to get home because they usually hang out on Friday nights. So and- she's just having a
5: friendly discussion. Yeah.
7: Okay. Um,
5: 407-916-1041, 888-978-1041.
7: What are your thoughts on this, Stubbs? Well, we got into also in the discussion of, uh, what I do for a living. And, you know, I have, I, you know, we'll oh, chat no, with girls. So here's, the, what do you do for a living? Because I'm still unsure. I keep us employed. Because without me, that wouldn't be going on. Oh, okay. Okay. <laughs> What what we do for a living is, you know, we, we talk on the radio, we make friends with new people and everything, and sometimes we get this kind of stuff sent to us. And yeah, I even, think, look, it,
5: we're not gonna lie. We got we got chicks sending us nudity pics all the time. Mm-hmm. We and, we get so many offers for poontang too.
7: It's just outrageous. And she knows all about that kind of stuff. And the just the, just the the line I drew there was, this guy is a guy that I've never ever liked. You know, And I've known he's a scumbag. And if this ever happened with someone that I, I've been corresponding with for years, you would flip out just like I did. This right. is what I'm telling her. Mm-hmm. And you know she agreed and everything. But I still don't feel really satisfied until I get my hands on this guy. Really, that's where I'm at right now. All right, so you are mad at him. I, yeah, I, I got over... The mad at her part, you know, after looking through the uh, Do conversation. Do you, you, you don't couple feel times. there are any
5: trust issues with her?
7: No, and not, and not after looking through the uh, conversation a few times of what they had on online there. Uh, I feel pretty, but I definitely know that this guy is trouble, and I've mainly because he called you a fag. Yeah, a fagila. If he if he said it like that, I'd laugh. But when you say it, like, you know, if you just call someone a fag, you know. Which, who, by the way, that, I hate that word. That that bluntly, you are not using that as some kind of real funny kind of thing. You're saying that as an angry thing. You're saying put that. Put down. Yeah, it's a, it's a definite put down without any comedic value at all. Tommy Bateman, what do you think? No guy
3: wants to be just friends with any girl. Mm-hmm.
7: The only time it might be
3: is if the guy is gay or if he's trying to make a good impression on his girlfriend's friend. Other than that, any little like uh interest that the girl shows them even as a friend will be taken the wrong way. Yeah. Chunks?
5: As a guy who has a lot of uh, expertise in relationships.
4: Yeah, I agree. <laughs> I uh the only reason I really talk to a chick is, is to uh bang it, them? Yeah, exactly. And especially if sending pics of your dog, man, I mean that's that's not just normal conversation. It's something else. He's an ass.
5: All right, 407-916-1041, 888-978-1041. Allie in Daytona Beach here in the hideout. What you got, Allie?
11: Hey, what's up, guys?
5: Yo, dope.
11: Hey, Dubs. Yeah. Actually, I got your girlfriend right here. She wants to talk to you, but mm-hmm. she's a little busy under oh, my desk. Oh, mm-hmm.
5: see? Yeah. Now, she no, she those. didn't do anything. She did not do anything other than have a conversation with the guy who's trying to bang her, which, by the way, essentially every guy. When she's talking to me, she's having a conversation with the guy who's trying to bang her. Kyle mm-hmm. in Orlando, you're in the hideout. What you got, Kyle? Hey, what's
10: up, guys? First time calling. love the show. Thank you, Jay Yo, that's just a start, man. That's just a start. You might love her, but that's just a start. So um, get rid of them. I got some people to help you out if you need that. If you need that done.
7: Now, the reason I'm not if if this guy was anywhere close to where we're at right now, you know, I would have already been over there this weekend. But he lives way up north in Michigan. Where she grew up. Give out his address. I wish I could. All right, let's take a break and come back. People
5: have all sorts of comments for you, Jubs. Jubs. I'm getting sick
8: again.
5: <laughs> oh, that's a good point. And we'll bring this up when we get back. Is she going back to Michigan soon? It's a hideout road radio 104.1. Friday night, Jubs is out with uh, the heretics at the undisclosed location. comes home. His girlfriend's asleep. Uh... Instant messengers are up uh, involving a conversation with her and a friend from Michigan, an ex-friend that they've known since they were five. And um, it's a one-sided sexual conversation from the guy. In addition to that, he was sending pictures of his penis to her. Run through a couple of these phone calls. Dubs yells at her. They get into a bit of a shouting match, I guess. But
7: Um, More of a one-sided shouting match is just me yelling.
5: But after uh, reviewing the evidence, Dub seems to think that she is in the clear on this. Yeah. Let's run through some phone calls real fast, and I got a couple of other things. Um, Mac Daddy in Orlando, you're in the hideout. What you got, Mac Daddy? Oh,
10: going to smack Daddy. Oh, Smack oh.
5: Daddy. Well, Chunks is on the phone, so that only makes yeah, okay, sense. Okay,
10: that's all right. Well, hey, uh, J. Dubs.
11: Yeah. This guy's up in Michigan. Mm hmm. Hey, if you want to really kick his ass, he sounds like a piece of crap anyway.
8: No, I almost sure feel for Miss Canar. Together
11: and get you a round trip airfare ticket up there.
5: Now here's the thing, Dubs. How about we round it up? Now why even do airfare? How about we all pile into the kid toucher van, the green monster. Lester, big hands, giant Brian, misfit Matt. Take a brother out, Destro. Destro. Now Dubs, here's an imagine interesting. that trip. When is she, oh, it would
7: be a blast? When
5: does she go back to Michigan?
7: Ah, uh, Thursday. Ooh. But she's going to be in a space that's five hours away from where this kid's at. All right, he's sending pictures over
5: the Internet. You don't think he'll drive for five hours? Probably, but I don't think uh, she would offer that. Tommy, in Orlando, you're in the hideout. What do you have, Tommy? Hey,
16: what's up, guys? Yo, d- hey, Dubs, on hmm? this situation, man, I had uh, uh, my old lady that I'm married to now for just over two years with a baby. Yeah. I originally started dating her. She kind of had this guy that was, you know, in the friend zone,
8: mm-hmm.
16: kind of a dork guy, someone that she would never touch. But you know, after I was with her for a couple months, and he realized I wasn't going anywhere, he started throwing out a couple jabs like that. You know, just lay it down to her, and say, "Look, it's me or him. I don't care how long you've been friends with them. Either you're mine or yours. Obviously, he's tired of being in the friend zone, so you know, take your pick or hit the road." Here's the here's
5: the thing with that, and thank you, Tommy. Here's the thing with guys like that though; they don't care. You nah. know what I mean? They're not going They're not going to give up. They're, they're, they'll almost, like, stalk her. You know what I mean? Like, he's probably going to stalk her in some way or another. Keep calling, and this, that, and the other. Um, All right, here's a couple things. Uh, Stevo says, dude, it's always the text messages. If you want to catch your girlfriend, the text messages will always shed light. It happened to me three times. My stepbrother says he doesn't understand why chicks get upset when we don't we don't want to be friends with them. And um, you know that's some of the uh, reaction, man. All right, Gator Man in Orlando, what do you got, dude?
14: Hey, the uh, instant messenger was that just left up on the screen like that for you to find?
7: Uh, well, she was uh, she stopped talking to him uh, hours before, but he popped up uh, a uh, message late. After she was already gone, and uh, it on the new AOL, if you have the new AOL uh, downloaded, uh, okay. when, when you pop up with a new message, it shows the entire thing before.
14: Okay, I, what, I was wondering if she had left it up on purpose for you to see or whatnot. No.
7: Oh, oh, that's a good point. And by the way, never have these
5: conversations an instant messenger. If if she was doing anything, you know, and if she wasn't, obviously. But you never do it over IM, because that stuff is still in your computer. Yeah,
4: it's a paper trail. Smack Daddy uh, keeps calling back and reiterating the fact that if he keeps calling and bugging, uh, that's just more of an ass-kicking that he's going to get him, and he won't he won't call after uh, Smack Daddy keeps kicking his ass.
5: Richard and Kasimir are in the hideout on Radio 104.1. What do you got, Richard?
15: Hey, I, I would wonder if they've been friends since they were five, wouldn't they already know what the boundaries are?
5: See, that's the thing, too. Has she genuinely
7: laid it out to this guy that she's not interested? Well, they really haven't been friend's friends, like, hanging out all the time in probably, like, seven or eight years. Right. So probably two different people at this time. I would... And he's probably just gone into a whole uh, pervert type yeah. way. Yeah. Because there's nothing else to do when you're in Michigan. No,
5: um, I will say this, Dubs. Uh, she needs to have the conversation. I would think has she had it already? With hey, th- this isn't something you can do if we're going to be friends,
7: or can you, will you even allow her to be friends? Oh no, that if that, with that guy, I'm I'm completely opposed to any kind of correspondence. All
5: right, what if it were Tommy Bateman? Because we know he's a poon hound and will bang anything, no matter who it is. What?
3: I, I have know. standards. Right. Sure. I do now. Go ahead. It just makes it worse that the guy was talking about Dubs like when he wasn't there. Like, yeah, calling him That just makes you want to like beat the guy down even more. The Describe the
5: rage guy. in your in your uh, in your head when you found it.
7: I rarely get that angry where I'll yell and yell and yell until I don't care if my voice is going to give out on me or not. It it was a uh, on the rage scale is probably a nine point five. Wow. I'd have been so scared
5: with you and your hideout t-shirt, be somebody on the back, you wake me up yelling. Wake up, bitch. You know, I have sex this weekend. Mm -hmm. You think she was thinking of him? (laughs) No. Stop it. I had to ask, dude. I had to ask. She had the picture. She
3: didn't have her
7: phone with her, did she? (laughs) No. And she, hey, hold on, let me make a phone call real fast. And honestly, uh, she claims to. <laughs> I'm sorry, I was just thinking about it. She honestly claims to not have really seen it, like uh, because the pictures are about. The pictures are. I tell you, was doing pan of mine back there. I'm sorry, it's nothing. The pictures are honestly about the size of probably a thumbnail. Yeah, and uh, unless you actually click on them, and there's a lot of pictures there. Unless you actually click on them, they don't get large. Right, right, right. right. Uh, Kurt in Orlando, you're in the height on world radio. What do you got, Kurt?
14: Hey, I was just saying, you know, if they've got, if they've been friends since they were five, you got to be a little sensitive and not come down like a hammer. But mm-hmm. there are lines, and that's the line. You know, he just crossed a big fat line. Mm-hmm. Yeah, especially I, with a
7: penis pic. Well, and that, well, and I've always been very open with uh, her being friends with whoever she wants, and it, it just really burned me that. Uh, you know, that this guy would cross that line with no regard. Here's the thing. When I have a chick, uh, she can only uh, have fish as friends, Uh, no human
5: beings. Because who knows? If she has girlfriends, she may go by. I can't compete with that. Thank you, Kurt. Then you're going to be finding Nemo in her crotch. Some people have some great points. Here's an odd thing, though. We haven't heard from a single chick. Ladies always first in the hideout. And I feel if the women are staying out of the conversation... Because maybe they don't want to indict. Maybe they don't want to give anything away as far as the game that women run. It's a possibility.
2: It's a Hideout maybe. Real Radio 104.1. So this is the Hideout Real Radio 104.1. C-Lane here doing the mixtapes. Uh, make sure you're checking out the podcasting section of the Hideout page, realradio.fm, or search for us on the iTunes for your 24-hour Hideout fix. Also, hideoutheretics.net, fullblownabes.com to uh, get on and speak Hideout. Coming up next, we got Chunks' Fat Man Diaries. He reads his diary about getting stood up at the airport. It's The Hideout, Real Radio 104.1.
1: Now, as a public service, The Hideout presents A Roadmap to Dysfunction with Chunks and The Fat Man Diaries.
4: This is a real bad one. Aren't they all? In fact, I'm kind of a little hesitant to read it because... uh some crazy parts in the middle of it. And uh, this one's going to kind of hit me hard. I'm going to, too, if you don't just start reading. June <laughs> 21st. 2001. Today I finally get to see my girlfriend. We've been dating for three months. Before you we were wearing a glove? No, I didn't. I thought these were real stories. <laughs> <laughs> We'd been dating for three months, but unfortunately, she moved away after a month. We decided to try the long-distance thing. Uh,
5: Why do a long-distance relationship if you've only been together a month? Look at me. Honestly, it's the best
1: thing. I'm
5: talking on her end. She was a tubby girl. You ever stop to think that's why she moved? Because that's what her life had come to, dating you? She said she moved. She was homeschooled. When you reach that point, do you finally figure out and say, hey, maybe I need a change of scenery? Dude, this is a sensitive thing. Now, when she moved, did she move a long way, like to the other side of your sister?
4: (laughs) 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 You like that one, Matt? Yeah. It's funny, huh? Oh, boy. Somebody's going to get flattened. Um, All right. Even though I'm young, I knew that I loved her. Even though we hadn't been dating all that long.
8: What <laughs> the Did you me. guys
4: think about moving in and working together? Nope. No. Okay. She moved to Utah to go to school. And she had only been able to visit me two or three times since she moved away. Since then, I told her that I truly loved her. And she meant the world to me. I was all excited. I got off of work early giving up my second shift and ran to the store to buy some flowers. I went to Jiffy Lube to get an oil change. And I had the inside of my car vacuumed and the outside washed. And you guys know that's a big thing for me. My car is filthy. So, Mm -hmm. I mean, this this is love. That's what that is. I gave her a call before she took off on her plane. I don't want to read this part. Hey, love doll, how are you? Did you want her to check your oil? I was into that, the thumb. Mm-hmm. I'm good, she says. Ah, <sighs> oh, crap. I don't even know what that was.
7: Don't worry about it, just read your stupid story <laughs> that no one cares about.
4: Finish dumb things, everyone hates them. I'm good, I'm a little nervous about the flight, she said. It's okay, I said. Oh, man. And I'll fly the plane with the air of my love, and you'll be safe. <laughs> Shut uh, up. There's no way you said that. Um, actually, that's kind of how I talk, or I used to talk. I hate the old you more than I hate the new you. And that's
5: pretty tough when you think mm-hmm. about it.
4: Unfortunately, I really did. I tried to be poetic because I thought that meant you were more sensitive or something, but I guess that doesn't work. Our love can't be stopped with a plane crashing into the side of a mountain. (laughs)
5: What are you talking about? That's no way to talk
4: to a chick getting on a plane to see you. In fact, she said, that's a little odd, but very sweet. Not as sweet as a kiss from the poutiness of your (laughs) sugar lips.
5: Okay. Are we just going to hear about you and your stupid love talk?
4: I told you this is an embarrassing one that I did not really want to. The odd thing is, I got the same message from him earlier. Hmm. Well, I meant to. You are the Miller light of my heart. What? What the hell does that even mean? I don't I even a pi- p- you don't even pick the champagne of beers. Oh, Miller High Life? Mm-hmm. I know. I was in a big drinking phase then. All right. I don't want to Hey, remember
3: when you kept trying to, like, uh, move up and kept writing poems for you guys and you always would sign it off?
4: And <laughs> I was the very hairy vomit. That was poetic. Good stuff there. That was nice. You are the miller light the of my very heart. Hairy vomit. You are the miller light of my heart. When I drink you I feel buzzed. What? But this buzz? What, what? so you're is talking love. to a dude? You're drinking what? You're drinking him? Uh- it? No, it's a chick. When chick- I drink you? Yeah, that's romantic, man. Think about it. Dude does she that's romantic. Are you, are th- is this an admission of yellow? Uh... Nah, man, nothing like that. What is the drink It's a you poetic think? term, dude. you got to think on the third level I of like existence. I like you salty side up. No, it's nothing like that, man. This is a deeper thing here that I was writing about. Like she's liquid everywhere. Ew. Like the oh. spring sky. All right, that's, what? All right, that's just there
7: I wish I had a little bit of you when I did a shot of tequila. <laughs> all
4: right,
5: go ahead. Everything turns gay. No. Is that in the in the letter?
4: Or in the... Uh... No. I ate the whole sack. <laughs> oh, she said, I can't wait to see you. Grabbed my roses from the new clean automobile and went to the gate. I was smitten. You're about to be hitting. I saved up some money. A little more than I had wanted to spend for her for a round flight. Somewhere around the neighborhood of five hundred dollars it didn't really matter I would see her momentarily so I thought until I turned on the news to see a fiery no I'm just kidding no <laughs> <Not at all>. <laughs> no I <laughs> would have been yeah yeah no I just threw that in I really hate you right now I got to the gate and I saw the plane land I was all excited Still with my greasy uniform from Ruby Tuesday, wouldn't matter. It was a large flight. Held about 120 people. Unfortunately, none of which was my chick. I stood there with the roses and immediately dropped to the ground and started sobbing. Close. To add to the salt, or to the wound, my phone rings. Hey, Alex? Well, why weren't you on the plane? Well, I was thinking about this whole thing, she says, and it's very strange. We've only been dating, really, for a month, and I was kind of scared of you and didn't know how to break it off. But you're very strange, and um, it's going to have to end. I didn't understand what she had meant. I returned to work sullen with my loss. I said to my boss, hey, do you mind if I pick up a shift? He said, no. I had to go home early anyways. You can close. It's my wife's anniversary. Well, I have some roses you can give her. And that's how that one ends.
5: I I hate this word, so I rarely use it. You fag!
6: <laughs> Come on! Big How's that? It gay? It's a chick.
5: Give me a second. Now, man. how did you earn the extra money by teaching your sister to ride a unicycle and selling her to a circus?
4: <laughs> <laughs> oh man, that's a funny one, huh? Thank you. Throwing her pink skirt Thank on you. I wrote it myself. Oh man, that's why. It if was she it.
7: does it well, you throw her a treat and rubber underbelly. <laughs>
9: Man. She's got a propeller on her
4: hat. <laughs>
5: <laughs> uh, chunks, did that really happen?
4: Yes. Yeah, actually, uh, yeah, it really did. And uh, I remember it, too, because I just kind of, everyone, uh, you know, at work, I was like, hey, yeah, I'm going to go pick her up and everything. Like, yeah, and, then then you, and then you had to come back in your shame. Yeah, pretty much. My shirt was all greasy, and I ended up closing, and I uh, only made 20 bucks that night. Actually, it was like 23 but you got to tip the tip out everyone so hey.
5: and so she knew when the plane was supposed to arrive so she was waiting just long enough for you to realize no one got on the plane to call you and tell you it was over
4: yeah pretty much she let me go through the whole miller light uh analogy thing um you think I that's guess, part of the reason you. why she didn't get on the plane i think she kind of knew beforehand You're thinking about it now um it's kind of creepy but, uh, you know, I... Which airport was this, Dulles? Yeah, it was Dulles, and it was actually before... You could still go up to the gate before September 11 happened, so... It was even worse, because you see everyone getting off, you know, smile. Yeah. Not you. And then you see a lot more people getting off, and then okay. you kind of uh, realize...
9: Was there a mop somewhere? <laughs>
4: huh? What? He was the mop. <laughs> His head was. <laughs>
9: Chunks, when you
5: retell stories like that, how does it make you feel?
4: Uh, not really good, actually, because I'm remembering that day now and how dull it smelled. Didn't really uh, smell too good. Smelled like kind of blue. Like your sister. Urine. What are you talking about? Huh.
5: So when you... I mean, does it make you... Because, like, you're standing there in your outfit, ready to see the girl you're so in love with. <laughs>
4: All right, this is a different scenario, but yeah, And then you have the roses. This song, this song doesn't help me because this is my emotional song. This is a song that... That I get upset to. Up <laughs> dude, record. you got to have mercy on people for once, man. This Who is are you, Uncle Jesse? Have mercy?
8: <laughs> <laughs> Uncle Have <That's rude>. <laughs> <laughs> oh, mercy.
4: It's not cool, dude. This, this stop it, Tommy.
5: The moment you're going to be with her in a Miller life. Yeah,
4: man. Guys just don't get it sometimes. I want you to sing along. I don't know the word. Be Johnny
5: Resnick. Come on.
4: I can't. I don't,
6: don't, don't stop. I don't
5: stop. I don't Hold on. Don't, nobody sing along. Let him just hear it.
8: It's not cool, guys. <laughs>
4: She's a lot.
5: You th- do you think she knows who you are now? Big Bad Chunks? No. In Orlando? Right. Who mans the instant
4: messenger for a radio show? <laughs> <laughs> Powerful position. You know, the sad thing is I still have that uh, uniform. Oh,
8: man.
4: It's still greasy. I'm sure it's still tight, too. <laughs> yeah. These songs
3: always remind me of, like, being reunited with a woman that you love after being apart for a while. <laughs> Dude, come like, on! Like, she comes off the plane and you're there waiting for her. Um, and you got flowers. And she runs you and kisses you. No, not
6: flowers, roses. And there's that guy,
3: that guy next to you who's all alone. No one's on the plane. <laughs> and she's
5: probably giving oral to her new boyfriend and says, hey, I gotta make a phone call real fast. Pretty much.
9: Was she putting it in her throat the whole time she was talking to you? No, I'm. I just. This is hard candy. <laughs> um, these are good almonds.
4: <laughs> <laughs> Dude, I don't understand here with this. <laughs> <get it. laughs> oh,
7: You sound like, like your sister waiting for
9: a burger. <laughs>
6: We're just going
4: to go with the sister, Jeff. Yeah, because you're fat. <laughs> That's fat, too. Hey, describe the girl what she looked like. Oh, man, she had blonde hair. Roy Orbison.
8: <laughs>
4: what does it matter?
8: <laughs>
4: Roy Orbison. <laughs> or- <laughs> or- or- <laughs> <laughs>
5: Hold on, break it down, Johnny. Hey, did you do that sound, that sad clown walk that you usually do when you're walking out of (laughs) Dallas?
4: Did you drop the roses? Hold on, no, I told you my manager took them for his wife.
5: Just listen real fast. This is the worst part. Now, to me, this is when it gets good. This is when you actually can hear your heart breaking. It's heavy. Right. <laughs> it's not then funny.
8: The
10: On the Queen of the World. It's
8: like fun heart. for you
17: guys. I like your heart and your belt.
9: Sean, I feel bad for you. Can I get you anything like a penis?
7: <laughs>
9: <laughs> Maybe you should buy him some roses. <laughs> A plane ticket?
6: They were long spent. A plane ticket. <laughs> How about a trip to Utah? <laughs> it's a frickin' dollars.
8: I
3: got
4: it on a price line. Well, there is no price on true love. Or broken heart. I don't even know what to say, man. I'm just I'm surprised at you guys. Why? What makes you think we care about your feelings? Are you new to the show? Yeah. Mm-hmm. He just started yesterday. I figured maybe sometimes maybe somebody would show a glimmer of sympathy. But no. Never. Not once. No, that's cool, man. That has, Yeah, that's fine. Yeah, Rosie's whatever. Rosie. All right. It's the Hideout, Real Radio, 4.1.
5: Dubs, you and your chick
7: are from Michigan.
5: Yes. I just saw you uh, dialing frantically on the phone trying to get a hold of her.
7: What happened? Well, uh, she usually calls me after work, which is about 6, and she didn't call me today, which is no big deal. Uh, I figured her phone was dead or something because it went right to voicemail, but then she's usually home 45 minutes later, Mm -hmm. and uh, I'm able to get a hold of her on the home phone. That wasn't the case today. One of the big things is I forgot to put a tape in, to tape Lost tonight. And uh, I didn't leave a note for her either. And if I don't remind her, she doesn't, she's not on the Lost schedule, so she would forget. Now, did you uh,
5: get worried, or did your imagination begin to uh, be overactive? Because I saw you dialing a lot during the commercial breaks and before the show, mm-hmm. and you were like, I haven't heard from her yet, and, uh, and I also haven't heard from her all day.
7: Yeah, well, I usually hear from her on lunch, too. Uh, so after you know, a couple hours of not being able to get a hold when she should be home, uh, even if she's running late, you, you start wondering uh, did uh, she crash the car and die in a fiery wreck? Did she uh, get abducted? Did she.
5: I mean, does anybody else ever go through. Because that, that, it's so true. Like, mm-hmm. I've been there before. You know, uh, when I was with uh, my previous chick. I, like, living in D.C. and not hearing from her, Mm -hmm. and then, and, like, not being able to get a hold. And then, like, getting home, oh, I just forgot to call you. And you're like, what do you mean you forgot to call me? In my mind, you had been raped near the metro and
7: and killed. And honestly, that's fine. I just want to know about it. I don't. (laughs) Details. I really don't care. I just want to know. And so I don't have to think about everything. I can just focus in on the rape that happened. You know. And I can be again calling other chicks who actually want to have sex with me. And I can act out that whole thing with uh, them.
3: Have you ever, like, called them and they don't answer and then they text message you back later, like, hey, what's going on? Is what do you it, want? Where, where have
7: you been all day? Why can't you? Or why wh- do you
3: take the time to text? Why can't you just call and say, hey, I'm alive? I'm not like, dead,
7: bleeding in a ditch? Or they. Uh, uh, will be later, though. Text you back, what did you want?
3: Yeah.
5: I wanted to talk to you. That's why I called. I didn't text. I called. I wanted to make sure you made it home safely. Is that too much to ask? Are we pussies for things I, like this? Ah, uh,
9: are we, Matt? Nah. Does it, does it sound like we're pussies? Not really, but, you know, do, do you cry no. after they call? No, but you get pissed. Yeah, didn't no, you get, they get angry If at you yell, you almost get mad that something
5: didn't happen to mm-hmm. them because they put you through those hours of agony wondering what the hell happened.
7: You know, that, that happened to me when uh, my chick went back to Michigan. Uh... Almost two days went by where I didn't hear from her, and I'm trying to call her and everything, nothing. I called her uh, aunt's place, where which was right next door to the place she was staying. I called her sister's place, just trying to figure out if she even landed okay, because I didn't even get a call that she landed okay. Now, I told
5: Dubs, she probably landed okay because the family would have told you if she didn't land okay, but maybe they because you even, this, this is what Dubs saying maybe they all died in a car accident yeah. on the way back uh, from the airport because it was snowing, Or, you know, maybe she's decided to break up with me and and not even... Just disappear (laughs) off the face of the planet.
9: I've changed my mind. You're all pussies. (laughs) Because seriously, this is worrying crap. It's not worrying. It's wondering. Eventually, you'll get a call from somebody. A coroner, a hospital, family member. That's that's fine. Just do it in an orderly fashion.
5: 407
3: 916 1041 How dare you, king of... White hair and baldness after knocking over a four hundred fifty dollar guitar, you know, change well, yeah. call us pussies for wearing about someone that's alive. Yeah, that is true. Oh, I don't know. I'll, I'll stunt my way out of it. There's no stunning your way out of them coming back to life, ass. And that's the biggest thing because immediately you are think, thinking death.
8: Mm-hmm.
5: <laughs> that's why whenever you see like the missing the girl who's missing here in Orlando, you uh, I mean I can only imagine what it was like for the boyfriend who never, you know, got the phone call, Yeah, or, you know, the family. But even, like, the boyfriend, I can put myself in that situation, because then that ends up being your worst-case scenario you could have never imagined.
7: No, you, then you hear her uh, pictures all over the websites and everything. Oh.
5: Yeah, then all of a sudden you're a public figure, and you're thinking, oh, man, what did I do? Mm-hmm. What's going to come out?
9: When do you officially start to worry? Like, a couple hours? Yeah, a couple
7: hours. I a think, couple hours of uh, non-normal... Uh, like, you know, just completely.
5: Like for dubs, if you hadn't heard from your chick all day, all right, mm. maybe forgivable, she's busy at work. Yeah, that's fine. But then she usually gets home at, I don't know, let's say 5, okay? Okay, Five if, ten. If you haven't heard from her, <laughs> Tommy sits out. Sorry. He doesn't I talked to
3: Putin earlier. He
5: doesn't get home until, uh, <laughs> he doesn't come to work till she gets home. But if it's 645 and it's a full hour, a half, two hours, and you've had no contact all day, especially when she's, like, calling and nagging you usually, then you begin to wonder. Dan on a cell phone here in the hideout on a little radio. What's up, Dan?
10: Uh, just tell so Dub. She's probably banging her Why don't you just tell me?
5: Uh, he says that she's probably banging somebody. And that's
7: fine. Just tell me. You don't really want to know that. Why would I want to know? I definitely want to know. You'd rather not know? I would rather know than not know. Why? You wouldn't want to know? I think I'd
5: rather just. Uh, don't tell me. Because then I'd never be able to be with him again. It's over. I'd rather kind of go through stupidly. and Because then once I know... And be
9: the fool? Yeah.
5: Oh, yeah. Because then once I know, nah, sorry. Beat it. Man, that's fine, but yeah.
9: You think? Get some good yelling out of your system. Exactly. You Get some of that hate and anger. Oh, that's good. Why aren't you allowed? Oh, well, you,
5: you weren't even allowed to participate in this conversation as a virgin, as a 21-year-old virgin. What can you possibly add to the conversation? I oh,
9: worry a lot. I've seen movies. <laughs> I've seen movies, and I know what it's like to worry. I've heard stories. I'm doing an impression of myself. <laughs>
5: <laughs> Chris in Orlando. <laughs> you're in the hideout. What's up, Chris?
13: What's going on, guys? Hey, dude. Hey, yeah. Um, what do you think it means Like, whenever uh, you know, you're know you trying to get a hold of your girl, and uh, when you finally get a hold of her, and you're like, hey, what are you doing, or where are you, get, where are you at? And they're like, uh, don't worry about it.
7: Oh, uh, that, that's not a good
5: situation. Yeah, that's not a, that, not a
13: good sign, right? That's
7: no. bad
5: news. <laughs> I hope that didn't happen to you, brother.
13: Well, I mean, it, it happens every once in a while, but then she's like, oh, I was just shopping or something, you know, she didn't want me sure. to, to like, well, spend enough money. Sure, shopping for penis. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> it
5: looks like a couple of nice big balls. Um, extra large. Man, oh, man. And you know what's funny? All these chicks out there giggling. Because as much as we we have all this bravado and we're big and we're bad, they know all they have to do is not call for six hours, and then we turn into them. You we, better
3: not not call. I swear to God.
5: Somehow we retract and we become uh, women with our new vaginas.
7: But with a strong backhand because, <laughs> Damn right. trust me, if it goes too far, I'm not afraid to use it. Kevin and Deltona, you're in the hideout. What's up, Kev?
11: Hey, you know,
13: sometimes it doesn't take hours, it only takes minutes. I uh, was on my way home from work the other night, and my wife, I called called home, my wife said, "Hey, I'm checking the answering machine. I'll call you back in 5 minutes." Oh. No call, no call. Mm-hmm. I called her cell phone. So I think maybe she had to run out. No answer. Called back home. No answer. I mean, I was absolutely freaking out because I've got a five-year-old son. I'm like, what the heck happened?
5: Yeah, and, and, and the other thing, too, is, again, when you hear she this.
7: She decided s- to get aborted.
13: <laughs> again,
5: the other thing, too, is whenever you hear about, you know, this chick who's missing, it kind of, for some reason, you know, that stuff rarely happens, but then it just gets your mind erasing, dude, and you're just thinking about all the possibilities. Yeah, I, I
11: mean, I, I was, like, pedal to the metal, flying out. Oh.
13: I come rushing in the door. I'm like, what the hell's going on? She's like, oh, I was just vacuuming.
9: I didn't well, hear the phone
5: he
13: ring. You
11: me in five minutes.
9: I didn't hear. The, I didn't hear the phone ring. Uh, I
5: was watching uh, Desperate Housewives. Hey, thank you, Kevin. Oh.
3: Oops, oh. sorry about that. <laughs> I did that. Oh, I always say, that. Like, oh, oh, I gotta go. Uh, I'll call you back right in five minutes. Five minutes exactly, and then you're just like sitting there like an idiot waiting. You're just looking at that phone, watching the minutes pass by. All you're right, right. we're women. How does it that all of a sudden we turn into women when this happens with our chicks? Well, I haven't talked to her all day. I don't. I don't want to miss her call. I don't want to go out running yet. And then like an hour later, you're
17: like she's going out running. I feel like an idiot
3: now. <laughs> and then she still hasn't called. And then I, she just text messaged you, Hey. <laughs> what? Hey. Call.
7: <laughs> I think it's. Uh, I think it's definitely a territorial thing too. With us, no, I and how I it's don't our hear. our property, and uh, we want to know where it is at all times. No, here's the, here's the thing, honestly, it's about me being selfish, because them not
5: calling is making me worry, and I don't need to worry. I, I got too many other things going on in my head. I don't need to be worried, and so you can't pick up the phone is causing me distress. How dare you? Absolutely, how dare you? I just think they're my property. It's the Hideout Road Radio, one hundred
1: four point one. What's going on, everybody? Welcome back to the Hideout tonight. C-Lane and Matthew Irvin bringing it to you. What's up, C-Lane? Chilling. All right, we got a pair of tickets to the Extreme Midget Steel Cage wrestling match being held Monday, August 7th at Sun on the Beach in Kissimmee. For more tickets, call 407-719-3610. We happen to have a pair in front of us right now. We'll take caller 5 on this Uh, Will you enjoy a little bit more Of the best the hideout has to offer. Listen to the hideout on Real Radio 104.1. Taryn in Orlando, ladies first in the hideout. What's going on, Taryn?
0: I was just listening to you guys talking about um, being upset if you're, you know, if you don't hear from your girl and stuff like that. Mm -hmm. And I don't think that makes you worse at all. And I just wanted to say it's nice to know that the protective instincts. They'll
5: kick in. Now, what about that? Like, if you haven't heard from your guy, do you also go to the worst-case scenario of... Because I wonder what it's like from a woman's point of view of do they worry that he's dead or do they worry if if he's sleeping around?
0: I worry if he's hurt.
5: Do you worry if if he's hurt first? Oh,
0: absolutely.
5: You should more worry about sleeping around. Yeah, (laughs) probably. Thank you, you, Taryn. Appreciate it, sweetie. Can I say one other thing, though?
18: You, You
5: betcha. You know that little
18: comment about the backhand? Mm-hmm. Uh, yeah,
5: dubs.
0: Not cool.
5: Of course. And I tell him all the time.
7: <laughs> I'm dusting it off, sweetheart. That's all I'm telling you. Keep that going. Domestic <laughs> violence not
3: funny. Well, just call when well, you have no problems.
5: 407 916 1041 104. Yeah, because for guys, it's, oh man, my chick, she's so fragile. She's, uh, she's tiny. She could be hurt easily. This, that, and the other. You know, and so you think hurt first mm-hmm. but if it's a chick and it's your guy you're not worried about him being hurt i don't think most times or him being abducted or killed you're thinking that son of a bitch is out getting some strange that's probably what you're thinking i'd assume uh clayton in orlando you're in the hideout what's up clayton what's up man what you got
19: yeah I, this
11: might be kind of wrong but i really don't worry about my wife no more because <laughs> uh back when she was about Six months pregnant with my son. How does it work? And uh, usually I call her on my lunch break and everything's fine. Well, that morning I I called her. She wasn't feeling that good when I left for work, so I called her on my lunch break. No answer. Call her again. No answer. Like forty-five minutes. I call her. No answer. I rush home. Bang on the door. No answer. Of course, I think something's wrong because the door's locked. I bust down my door and as soon as I walk in the door, she's standing in the doorway. What?
5: Yes. Yeah, so, no. I, no, that absolutely would drive me insane, dude. Now, how about this? Different angle on it. You ever do this with your parents? Like, Because none of us have kids yet. Well, Dubs has two children. I'm mm-hmm. sorry. I, I keep, they're easy to forget about because they're so lily ghost white, really very pale. <laughs> they're
7: beautiful children.
5: You, they stand against the wall. You can't see
3: them.
7: These are yellow walls. Except, I mean, I, they'd be Chinamen.
4: Except for their <laughs> yellow teeth. You can see the
16: yellow teeth. Dare they you. smoke.
3: Uh, I wanna bring this up later, actually, but I, I actually heard another rumor about Dub's children, that the uh, the oldest one isn't his. What? That's what I, I can read. hear you. I read it online. Must be true.
5: But remember doing that when you were a kid? No. Of not checking in with your parents, mm-hmm. and then the beating. I mean, just absolute beating you would get when you got home.
7: Still, I mean, th- does your mom call and call and call until she gets a hold of you?
5: Nah, because uh, I've, I've been away from home for so long. I, g- I can literally go a couple of months without talking without talking to my parents.
7: But once they call and you don't call back, for some reason they'll call once a day for a while and then they'll start calling twice a day for a while until you get back with them.
5: It's so funny because when my parents call and I don't answer, they'll call and then like it's even more time. Because usually I'm supposed to talk to my mom every Sunday. We have mm-hmm. this thing worked out. And then if I don't talk to her one Sunday she may call but then if I don't talk to her again she won't call for like another two or three weeks just knowing that I'm busy
3: this just happened with my dad he emailed me yesterday and then I didn't email him back and then today I checked my email like did you get my email remember I'm your only dad <laughs> it's actually it's I think it's after eight hopefully he's still not at work listening
5: when are we going to uh, visit your dad so let's talk about dub's kids
3: <laughs> actually the other thing is my mom she won't call me throughout the day she'll call me at 705
7: yeah my mom will do that a lot too
3: and, like, oh, I didn't mean to disturb you. And I'm like, I'm on the air. What are you doing? How many times do I have to tell you this?
5: Now, the great thing with Dubs' mom, she usually calls and she's drunk. So then I tell <laughs> Dubs, dude, we got to get her on the air. She's so drunk. We got to get her on the phone. No. <laughs> Come on, dude. It will be great for the show. She's no. banging
9: the furnace, man. It's
7: going to be fabulous. We got to do
9: it, dude. <laughs> did that.
7: Now, you are freshly removed from your house, Matt. Yeah.
9: Parents call you all the time? No, nah, I call my mom. <laughs> they Maybe. don't care, they're so happy to have him out of the house. And she didn't she never called me when I would go out, when I would go out and be gone for a couple of days. Right. Like if I was down at Sid, she wouldn't call me. See, I never had
7: the problem of uh, having to call when I was in Michigan living. Uh even when after I moved out of the house and everything. But for some reason when I moved out of state I have I talked to my mom more than I ever did in Michigan.
16: Now Deuce Joe here, uh your parents still live in town, right? I live about two minutes down the road from my mother. So do they worry? Uh, oh, ward? she lives over by the uh, the club. Yeah. club. <laughs> Not, Not
5: she really. works. Over by
16: Club Ham. She's a waitress.
5: So, but uh, do you have to check in constantly with your parents because they live in town or no?
16: They don't have to check in, but, I mean, she'll just show up every now and then. Okay, oh, that's, really? All right, that's even
5: worse. I couldn't even imagine having my mom just knocking on my door. Oh, wow, I'm never moving back to Texas. That's, that's the other thing.
7: thing. None of us have really lived outside of our, our place where our mom could regularly just go over and uh, knock on the door at any time. There's no way i
5: do You may as well just move in with them if that's going to happen.
7: But don't you miss the food? No. Yes. The worst food ever.
5: I do, but uh, it's okay. I'm willing to sacrifice, you know, not having them. You know, just pop into your room, or decide that they want to clean your drawers and do you a favor, and then going through all
9: your stuff. See, my mom never came in my room. She never came into the TV room where I was. She, all she did was cook and uh, leave me alone. See, I could do my laundry. If my,
7: if my mom did come and uh, clean my room, she would put the pot right back where it was. That was a great thing about my mom.
5: <laughs> we'll take a break and we'll come back. It's the hideout, real right? So Dubs, over the weekend I was in Houston visiting my mom, and my little brothers, and my stepdad. Good time. It Did was a. Fan- Ghetto Boys, the whole time you were there? It was a fantastic time while I was in Houston. no. Yeah. although we do need some Ghetto Boys as a return music, I wish if there were any clean versions. I'm gonna look it up on uh, iTunes. So I go home. Um, I'll talk about other parts of the you know going home or going back to Houston in a little bit. But one of the great things was I got a chance. I hadn't seen my ma in a while, and we fed her on the show a couple of times. But uh, ma, you there? I'm oh.
20: here.
5: Hey, mama, how are you? Hey, ma.
19: Hi, guys. Hi,
5: mama. Um, so it's uh, Hefe, Dubs, Matt Albert, uh, and the gang.
8: So Hi,
5: <laughs> So uh, up oh, chunks in the gang.
8: So,
5: <laughs> so anyway, mama, um, yeah. I thank you for your hospitality. It was great seeing you. You are uh, raising fantastic little boys over there in uh, Loverboy and Chub Rock. Loverboy, 15 years old now, J-Dubs. Getting old. Chub Rock, I don't know. 12? 11? 11? He's
8: 12.
5: All right, 12 years old, whatever. Here's the thing about Chub Rock. And uh, this real fast. Uh, he's a chubby bastard. Yesterday, after lunch, we went to Buffalo Wild Wings. And it's a family favorite. We always go together. Mm-hmm. After lunch... He plops his ass down on the couch, plugs in the Xbox Live, and plays Halo 2. Did not move from the couch, not even once to get up and piss, for about six hours until it was time for dinner. And that is a bad habit, Ma, that you got to break Chub Rock off. Because he's maybe five foot, if that. How tall is he?
19: Um, probably about 4'10". All
5: right, 4'10". He's a midget. How much does he weigh?
19: Probably
5: 130. 4'10", 130. Okay? That's a good,
9: good bantam weight.
5: Yeah, Chub Rock. There's a reason he has that name. <laughs> about four pints wide. Um. So anyway, that was the first thing. Only
9: about seven pints high.
5: <laughs> now, Mom, the other thing I wanted to talk to you about, real fast while we're on the subject of your children, is Dub's My Mom mm-hmm. on Thursday goes out and buys a $40,000 Tahoe because she was able to get 0% interest when she already had a Suburban. Here's the problem. Did you trade any other car? Yes. Here's the problem. She has a 15-year-old kid, lover boy, who's about to turn 16 in July and is going to have to go to college in two years. To me, this is irresponsible spending when he's going to have to go to college. What are you doing, Ma?
19: Depending on you to pay his way through.
5: Now, that's what I told Dubs at the beginning of the show. Were you serious about you that? You can't be serious.
19: I am totally serious.
5: So somehow I'm supposed
7: insane, to... You're yeah. <laughs> somehow,
19: somehow,
5: and by the way, he's not going to a great school. He's going to Texas Tech like the rest of the family did.
7: Mm, poor bastard.
5: Yeah, 13th grade, essentially. Armpit of uh, <laughs> of colleges. That
19: is that In the is armpit no, of Texas, Lubbock.
5: So you expect me in three years to make enough money to put your son through school college
19: your little brother yes
7: how what does he want to go to school to be
19: he was going to go to medical school and be a cardiologist
7: <laughs> yeah I enjoy those payments half
19: <laughs> and somehow
7: I gotta pay for that seven years of them.
19: no you just have to pay for the underga- undergrad because then the Tahoe will be paid for and then we can pick up the payments.
7: what are you getting him for a car
5: now hold on listen to this what are you getting him for a car when he turns 16 this July
19: He's going to get your old uh, Jeep Wrangler. Okay. I
7: think it's the biggest pass-around car I've ever heard of. I it went it from you to my stepbrother in Oklahoma. And now it's going to your other brother.
5: Now, so, why does he know that he's not getting... First of all, he thinks he's getting a Tahoe. The other thing he thought he was getting was a brand-new Ford
19: Mustang. Well, that's, that hasn't been ruled out. How the hell would you? How the hell would you afford it?
7: Why would you?
19: Well, I don't have to worry about his college. You're paying for
5: that. Don't you realize you're uh, like LeBron James's mom, and you're buying him cars before he's even been drafted? <laughs> it's not going to work. Out. Here's the other problem, Ma, and I want to be serious for two seconds because I love you, Mama. It's a hideout road radio 104.1. We're talking to La Hefa. Um, so I go home. All right, I see my mom. It was fantastic. Mm-hmm. A Great time. I, I probably haven't had that much fun being home in a long time, although Houston isn't really home, but whatever. So I see my mother. And my mom, I don't want you to take offense to this. You've turned into an Oompa Loompa. You are enormous. And the only reason I bring this up. She sounds skinny. (laughs) Stop. (laughs) The only reason I bring this up. I'm kidding. I'm sorry. (laughs) I'm sorry. It's my mom. Have a little respect. I'm sorry. The only reason I bring this up, and I saw your mother, too, by the way. She's not too far off. She's a
9: bigot. So uh, is your sister. Yeah. So is yours. All right,
5: shut up. Just say about you bawling. for a second. <laughs> so is your mom.
9: Yes.
8: Hey. <laughs>
5: All right. Anyway, the reason I bring this up is because you have two great little boys. I don't think you're going to live to see them graduate from high school, either one of them. How tall are you? 5'5". Five
19: five.
7: Are you at 260 yet?
19: No, I'm not. Where are you at? Where
5: are you
7: weighing in at? 220? 242.
0: 242.
7: Jerome Bettis. (laughs)
0: Yes.
7: (laughs) So, how's Polamalu? That one. (laughs) Mama, when she walked in the when you walked in the door, did she give you the tugboat toot, toot. <laughs> What is that? It's my mom <laughs> carrying a two by four everywhere she goes. Was she reading get well letters to uh, Hulk Hogan on, on Superstars of Wrestling? Mama, I behave you two. Later,
5: Bob. Calm down. It is my mother, you asses! Oh, like you didn't do the same thing to mine. <laughs> yeah, <know>. you're right. <laughs> Given the chance, would have done the same thing to mine. But here's the thing: in all seriousness, mom, mm-hmm. I love you, and those little boys love you. I hated ha- when you turned heel the typhoon. <laughs> you have a husband who loves you. Why are you doing this to your body? Well, right,
19: see, right now I'm talking to you instead of getting on the treadmill.
5: All right, so you need, what are you gonna do? How can we? How can I Did fix this? meal. <laughs> bam, bam. How can we fix this, Mom? You, um,
19: you can send me money for diet pills. Oh. All right,
5: diet pills aren't gonna help. Cause here's the problem. I'm sitting there yesterday. We we're watching a movie, uh, Broken Flowers, with uh, Bill Murray. Any good?
19: Worst movie ever. Uh,
5: I don't know. I, love, I I needed somebody to explain the ending to me. But regardless. How many pieces of cake did you have while we were sitting there? And you're diabetic, aren't you? Are you or are you not diabetic?
19: Yes, this is true.
5: And what were you doing then eating cake and cookies and all those sugars and potatoes? I tell her. I go, you know, you need to change your diet. Maybe we work in some, um, I don't know, some uh, some carrots or some corn. No, those starches are bad for diabetes. What about the peanut butter and chocolate cake that you were eating while watching Broken Flowers? Mm -hmm. It was good. Mama, I love you. You have to get it right for those boys. Because here's the thing. I cannot take care of them. Not right now.
19: (laughs) But that's not for two, three years away
5: two or three years. Ago. You really? You'll
19: be successful by then, won't oh, you? Oh,
5: God, I hope. Otherwise, it's time to sell mortgages. Now, does your footprint make a small pond? Okay, that's it. I've had enough So,
9: <laughs> are the other guys from Men on a Mission, like Avery? <laughs> all right. <laughs> yeah, Mabel.
8: <laughs>
5: mama? Mama? Yes,
8: dear?
5: I love you with all my heart. You're the greatest mama ever.
8: d Brown.
5: <laughs> Can I have a conversation I with my don't... mom? <laughs> Mama, I love you so, a big <laughs> back on you so much. <laughs> I love you so much. You have to get this right. I want to be able. I want you to be able to live to see me turn 29 or even 30.
19: Yes, dear.
9: All right, now you've heard her feelings and she's going to cry. You see Are how you're you going to cry? You see what you did to my mom? I'm sorry, Miss Hefe. <laughs> Miss Hefe. And now you see what you did? Now I'm going to punch you the way you uh,
5: slapped Puddle for making fun of my mama when she's about to cry. I'm sorry, mama.
3: I don't think she's going to cry. I don't think she laughs, cries, or anything. I think you could say anything to her. Like, you won a million dollars. She'd be like, that's great.
5: No, she's very over the top. I think right now
9: why she's so quiet because she's hurt.
19: I am so hurt.
9: Are you very hurt? That sounded sarcastic. No,
19: I'm not hurt because I know it's
9: true. Did we hurt your heart? <laughs> that was Stop! I was setting her up for you. I was, just, I was about to just knock it out of the park with like, oh, check my swing, check my swing. All right, Mama, I love you. What are you gonna do to uh, get your health
5: better?
19: Um, I don't know. I guess I'll do what my doctor said and go see the nutritionist.
5: Yeah, go. I mean, just cut down smaller meals. I just uh, started a new thing. No sugars, no fried foods. Why don't you start, That's a good thing. Why don't you start with that? And when you go to the... Uh, to the uh...
17: <laughs> Yeah, you couldn't even, couldn't even get it out, you ass, could no, you? Because you had to look at me. I, was going, I could see it coming, and I just hold,
7: I was going for a Flintstones Big Rack of Ribs joke. <laughs> All right.
9: All
5: right, turn it off. It is my mother. It is my mother.
19: Oh, God. Mama? Yeah. I love you. I love you, too.
5: And do not let these boys uh, discourage you. You go do your thing. But please, I'm not. Hold on. Turn off the music for a second. I want to have a heart-to-heart with my mom. <laughs> Stop. Right, turn your mics off. Turn your mics off. Turn your mics off.
7: Now, Miss Hefe, do you plan on uh, coming down here? Having a No, a not vacation? now. Not now. Why not? Look what you guys, did. She doesn't
9: have to bother and We call can rent a barge. Not a, not I'll until wait until for the I ripples. My water, tell <laughs> me she's coming. What would you say, ma?
19: Not until I lose at least 50 pounds.
9: Oh, so we're never gonna see you. So I'm sorry.
19: <laughs> You'll never see me again.
9: I, do you realize you were talking to my mother? I know. I'm, I'm the exact same way, so I, I can speak. No, you can't. You're done. In fact, turn off his mic. I'm done with you.
5: All right, mama. Well, I love you. And this is a, this is supposed to be an intervention, but it didn't really turn out so great. I
19: think it did an intervention.
5: I think it worked out perfectly now what is what does uh Joe say, my stepdad or did the boys ever say anything like, God damn.
8: <laughs> Yeah. <laughs> yeah
5: do they ever say anything?
19: yeah, uh no, actually they don't
5: all right well, I'm just worried about you more than anything else, ma. I love you. I want you to be around, at least for a little
19: while. At least a few more years?
7: Mm Mm-hmm. Mama, Hefe, I joke because I love. You know they really like you.
19: Hey, Hefe, how long did it take you to get out of the airport this morning?
5: Ah, forever. Ah, forever. Anyway, Ma, while I love, she's changing the subject now. She's ready to go. I'm sorry, Miss Hefe.
19: Well, I worried about leaving you out there in the cold and and shorts the t T-shirt. Well,
5: that is the thing, too, because uh, I flew out of Houston. Uh, all-star game in houston mm-hmm.
19: it was a
5: madhouse it was cold there too yeah and it was it was freezing it was like literally wow. it, didn't, it didn't get above 40 the whole time and i didn't take any uh jacket or anything well, But why I, would you i just houston. yeah i just went right inside my I did the uh express check-in it was no big deal all right mama i love you i'll talk to you soon and thank you for having me this weekend and seriously it starts today starts now Go okay ahead. i'm
19: getting on it right now all
5: right mama love you
19: i love you too all right bye Bye guys.
5: Love you, Mom. Bye. See ya. You guys are animals. Why?
19: Seriously.
5: <laughs> Did you hear how
4: sad she got when you guys just wouldn't? Did you hear it, Chunks? Yeah, I started to feel really bad, man. I mean, that's your mom. I know. I mean, she just it wasn't the fact. I mean, if she could take it, yeah, but you could tell that she just got quiet from, like, pain. Usually she's very talkative. You guys shut her up. You're welcome, then.
8: The, the funny thing to me
4: <laughs> I don't get is, like, I'm sure that that's Matt's most ultimate hatred, is being made fun of for his weight. And it's he's just so mean. Really, that's his way to it get happen- back. It
9: happens every day. So how could I really be my most hatred? Who
5: makes fun of your... Oh.
9: Yeah. It's
5: so the Hideout Real Radio
2: 104.1. Woo! What's up, y'all? C. Lane and Matt here bringing you your Hideout mixtapes. Hi. Coming up this hour, we're going to talk to Les Knight from the Voluntary Human Extinction Movement. And uh, we talk about Jarhead, the movie, and women cheating on soldiers. And make sure you stay tuned because we still got some more tickets to give away to Hideout Extreme Midget Wrestling at uh, Sun on the Beach. So uh, make sure you stay tuned for that. It's the Hideout Mixtapes, Real Radio 104.1.
5: Now, I hope this guy's for real. Tommy, what do you think? Is he for real? According to the website, it's completely real. Okay, because I'm, uh... This is something that I've been talking about for a long time, Dubs. It is last night from the Voluntary Human Extinction Movement. That's V-H-E-M-T dot org. Mm Mm-hmm. And... All right, let me read you a little something. I guess Tommy pulled from the website. May we live long and die out. Phasing out the human race by voluntarily ceasing to breed will allow Earth's biosphere... To return to good health, crowded conditions and resource shortages will improve as we become less dense. When every human chooses to stop breeding, Earth's biosphere will be allowed to return to its former glory. Uh, Apparently this is a movement advanced by people who care about life on the planet Earth. Every time another one of us decides not to add another one of us to the... uh, Billions already squatting on this ravaged planet. Another ray of sh- sunshine, uh, uh, another ray of hope shines through the gloom. I'm a big fan already of Les night. Let's welcome into the hideout on Real Radio 104.1. Les, you there, Les? Yeah. Hey, hey. I'm
15: glad you're with us.
5: Hey, dude, I'm behind you, man. You are sp- you really
7: I- glad we're we with you? Because uh, it seems like you want us to die.
5: Yeah, you, it sounds like you want us off the face of the earth, but I do... I, are you for real? Because already, just in hearing the first three words out of your mouth, you sound a little loony.
15: Oh, of course. I'm human.
5: Uh, all right. You, you're a whack pot. And this isn't helping me because I actually believe in what you're trying to do. Tell me more about what you're trying to do over at the Voluntary Human Extinction Movement.
15: Well it's what we actually are doing and you're helping too. We're not breeding. By not breeding we are conserving resources and giving habitat to other species.
12: All
5: right. Now see, I'm believing, because I don't want to have children. I've already Good said for you. I've already said if I'm going to have a kid, I will adopt. I will adopt someone who is already on this earth, but I'm not I don't feel the need to go out and procreate. Good for you. Have you
15: gotten snipped yet?
5: No, I'm not going to get snipped. I don't think I have to take it that far. I wear a condom and I withdraw and I make sure the chick's on the pill. I think that's enough. Uh Uh-huh. And I'm a big pro-choice dude. Are you guys real pro-choice over there?
15: Well, you know, the choice that really counts is the one where she doesn't get pregnant in the first place.
5: All right, so now you think we should go ahead and have hysterectomies and snipping right off the bat.
15: Well, no, a hysterectomy is pretty radical, but a little snip snip of the vast, that's no big deal at all.
5: All right, you're crazy. You're a loony. You were loony less. Uh,
15: really? Yes, it's the yeah. Hideout Row Radio
5: 104.1 talking to last night um, from V H E M T dot org. You
15: Go. know, a lot of guys talk about respecting women's choice, but they won't put their balls where their mouth is.
7: What the hell's wrong with you? <laughs> hey, I will. Yeah. I'm just telling you right now. If it comes to it, I will. We've all tried that when we were 12.
8: We
5: all thought when we were 12 we could do it, and we remember how silly we were trying it, sitting in our bedroom all alone. (laughs) Um, All right, now, Les, let me ask you, um, how do you – are humans the most important species on Earth? I mean, where do we really fall in online or is Mother Earth really the most important thing?
15: Well, you know, this whole biosphere has got uh, maybe 100 million species, it's hard to say which one's more important. We're the most important ones to us. Mm-hmm. But if we disappeared, life would go on just fine without us. Would it be yeah, better? If termites disappeared, oh, you got trouble. Okay, now,
5: so is the problem then, let's say you have a couple, okay, and the couple only chooses to have one child. Yep. Is it then okay because when they die off they're only having one kid, or like when you hit you have two kids And then you die off. It's basically you're just replacing yourself. What if everyone only did like the one child thing like in China?
15: Well, uh, one is twice as good as two, that's for sure. But the situation is so drastic that the intentional creation of one more of us by anyone anywhere can't be justified.
5: All right, the the voluntary human extinction movement. So what are you trying to do then, uh, Les? Are you saying everyone gets snipped? And then how long do we have to do this crazy thing you're talking about?
15: Well, it's going to take quite a while before everybody realizes, you know, voluntarily that we uh, should stop reproducing. It's not going to happen overnight. It really hasn't caught on like I was hoping at all.
7: When when did you start this?
15: Oh, it's been going on for thousands of years. I gave it a name in the uh, late 80s, uh, but there are lots of people who have said, I had this idea, it sounds like you might have too, had this idea all along. I just didn't know it had a name.
5: All right, so are there really people in your little club here? Of course. What else would there be besides people? Well, I mean, I'm talking about, like, how many people? Is it, like, 30 of you dudes, or is it
8: what?
15: Oh, well, we can only uh, extrapolate. uh, I'd say a few million, maybe three or four million around the planet, but a lot of them don't speak English, and they don't know that uh, it's called vehement.
5: All right, so they don't even know they're part of the crew, then. (laughs) Right,
15: they don't know. Mm
5: -hmm. All right, so, so like me, you would have considered me part of your crew, but I wouldn't have known it except for three minutes ago. That's right. Right, now I want out of this club. Now I feel like this is the uh, AV club and I need out of it, even though I still agree with you, even though I still like audiovisual. It's like you're in the theater class. Yeah, for some reason I now want to vote out the president. Uh, last night here of the Voluntary Human Extinction Movement.
15: Oh, that's okay. I'm not the president. You're, you're equal to me as far as uh, we're all you know just volunteers in the movement.
5: Okay. Now, you know what? I was so excited about this. I'm just pissed now, Les. You gotta, you gotta do better public relations. You're not helping our cause, man.
15: Really? Well, why don't you go ahead? You could start promoting it. I
5: on have. The hideout. I've been. Pro- I mean, we are promoting it in the hideout. All,
15: <laughs> All right, right.
3: Tommy, where'd you find this guy? How did this happen? Where'd you find last night? I can't even remember. As with most of my interviews, I can't even remember at this point.
7: I'm. What's I'm about to mind? say this is from my name is Com.
3: I think maybe I I got him from uh, Dr. Picos, actually.
5: Uh, four, I don't know who that is. 888 <laughs> one, one, oh, uh, eight, oh, It's Star one, oh, 1041 on your singular wireless phones. Last night, I don't know what you're doing. I'm now actually really pissed off, and I'm thinking I'm going to go out and uh, try to impregnate four women tonight just because of you. And, well, it's uh, easy. It's real easy. The voluntary human <laughs> extinction. Of course, it's easy.
8: What's I hate hard?
5: you, Les. I hate. I do. I hate you. Beat it.
8: <laughs>
5: <laughs> what was
7: that? I like them.
8: A
3: genius, my friend. A genius.
7: Because the, the idea is how that... instead of uh, procreating, should we be just be creating zombies and vampires? He was a human. What else would he be?
5: (laughs) Because here's the problem. I really believe that we should not be procreating.
7: And you are surrounded by those nuts. I know. Not. not, Yeah, yeah, I got you. But the ones on the phone.
5: There are too many people on this earth. And if some of us just
7: decided, hey, maybe we shouldn't have children, then I think this would be a better planet. But the problem is some of us decide that, and for some reason others decide to have 15. Like uh, that lady was in the news not too long ago. In Arkansas. For 16 children, and that was an accomplishment.
5: It's not an accomplishment to have someone uh, complete while the two of you are still one. Any Anyone can do that. Jason, you're in the hideout on World Radio. What do you got, Jason?
14: I can't believe you hung up on Les. Listen, I was going to ask him, and I don't know, maybe you agree with it, too. I'm part of the movement, although I didn't know I was. Oh. Um, I still have sex. I still do things. But, you know, what I do is I, I complete as one, you were saying. But the point is, see, I have AIDS. So I'm thinking, hey, kill them once I'm done with them, and that'll that'll help the movement. What I, do you that, think?
5: That's a whole nother website that you got.
7: But I'm into it. And I, I want to become part of that movement. Meet me eleven oh five, and we'll get we'll get me uh, suited up. What the hell! All right, well, I'm going to take a break. You're welcome, by the way.
8: <laughs> it's
7: a hideout, road radio. Have I ever yelled at a guest and said I hate you? Beat it! I, I'm surprised that when Tommy gives us some of these guys, they leave their phone number on our sheet. Because I'm half tempted a lot of times just to give it out. I think um. You also hated the Goonies. dot org. Oh
4: yeah, I forgot about that one.
3: <laughs> oh wait, Les wanted this to be his uh, opening theme song.
4: Oh no! Yeah, you told that to Phil last night too. You said I hate it. I hate you. Beat it. Yeah, you you do hate a lot of our guests.
5: Yes, I tell that to Putin in the office before every show. <laughs> right, let's take That's a how break. How you psych up? <laughs> we'll take a break. We'll come back. It's a hideout. Roll <laughs> radio one hundred and four. <laughs> I went to see Jarhead today. Great movie. I had heard some mixed things about it. Yeah,
7: the reviews haven't been very stellar over Jarhead. Uh, Jarhead's the movie uh, about uh, Desert Storm, is that correct? Desert Shield and Desert Storm, yeah. Yeah, with uh, Jamie Foxx and And, uh, Jake uh, Gyllenhaal or whatever his name is. Um, uh, How how do you say that guy's last name? Do you know Tommy? Yeah, Gyllenhaal. Gyllenhaal?
5: Gyllenhaal? He's uh, Maggie
3: Gyllenhaal's brother. Yeah. yeah.
5: And she's smoking. She's Not so... anymore. What? I think she, she looks had... like
3: him. She had a kid, I think.
5: Oh, no way. Yeah. I just remember her in that movie, Secretary, and then she was on The Daily Show once. Literally, I think she was ready to go over and use her hand on John Stewart. Nice. She was uh, very intent on... She wanted him. Can you imagine what it's like to be John Stewart and get that
7: much ass? Like he, do you think he's getting a lot of ass, this general oh,
5: Stewart? he's married right now. But yeah, but. I'm sure he's getting it, I'm it's getting thrown to him. The offer's there. Yeah. And a bunch of, like, hot, smart chicks, too. It's
7: the last thing I want. Bruce, dumb.
5: Bruce on Highway 520. What's up, Bruce? What do you got, bud?
11: Hey, you know, you guys are talking about bread and water for the employees? Mm hmm. Have you pr- priced any decent bread and bottled water lately?
7: Oh, <laughs> uh, it won't be bottled, I'll tell you that
11: much. No, I'm t- we're
5: literally we're going to get it out of the tap from the bathroom.
7: It's going to be tap and uh, Wonder Bread.
5: Nathan in Deltona. You're in the hideout on Road Radio. Hey, guys. How
11: are you doing?
5: Uh, actually, we're a little worried about our big test tomorrow, though. We're going to fail.
11: See, I-, I wouldn't stress it too much because you guys have made a lot of good friends there at the radio station, while you don't know that they're good friends yet, you'll find out very quickly who's willing to help you out. But my recommendation for you is something called Rotel dip. Have you ever heard of it? No. All right, it's really simple to make. Basically, uh, one batch of Rotel dip is a pound block of, uh, of Velveeta cheese mm-hmm. and one or two cans of Rotel, which is basically it's just canned um, diced chilies and tomatoes. Mm-hmm. And uh, you you cube up the Velveeta and you put it into whatever your heating source is, whether it's a pot on, uh, like, low to medium or a crock pot, which is what I would recommend for you guys. Um, And you dice it up the cheese, you pop pop it into the pot, you pour in the uh, the rotel, and you you stir until it's all nice and melty. And then as long as you keep it really hot, it's very, very soupy, very liquidy, and will easily feed 200 people so long as you have enough chips to go around to dip into it.
8: Oh, wow. Um, All right.
11: Right. Now, the way that you get all of that without having to pay for it is you talk to guys like Russ Rollins and maybe uh, SBK and see if they can help you out with some uh, some chips or maybe some hotel and then you're good to go.
5: Oh, you know, I even thought about this. I mean, thank you, Nathan. I appreciate that. Uh, just coming in and asking uh, Russ, uh, can I have 100 bucks for snack time, Russ? Please, Commission.
7: Dad, please. Dad, I really want to go on this field trip. Yeah.
5: Just sign it. Just sign the waiver and make sure I get enough money so that I can buy my
7: girlfriend lunch too when we're at their aquarium. I want to buy one of those really big pencils and maybe one of those uh, things with the, with the trigger on it where the dinosaur will Don't bite Don't be people. racist. I said trigger. Oh. All 916
5: So anyway, getting back to this movie, Jarhead. Mm-hmm. I learned something from this movie because it's about Desert Shield, Desert Storm, kind of. I've learned a
7: lot from Desert Storm, Desert Shield, because I have the complete card
8: set.
5: I forgot about that. I do. Wow, I forgot about that.
7: Was it of the actual troops? Yeah, no, it was of uh, a lot of the uh, different equipment used, a lot of the leaders from it, uh, both sides. You know, There's a lot of stuff on there.
5: I had completely forgotten about this. Right, I'd love to talk to some of our uh, our service people, uh, the, the, the people who are in the military. Because here's what I learned from Jarhead. I am not above banging a dude's wife. Okay? I don't know what it is about me. Maybe I'm a degenerate. Whatever. Okay? However, after watching this movie Jarhead, there is no way in the world that I would ever have sex with a significant other of a... ...of a dude who is overseas in the military. Oh, you can't do that. To, I mean, to me, that is like maybe...
7: That's despicable.
5: That is maybe the worst things, one of the worst things you could ever do is to have sex with a woman whose man
7: is overseas fighting for this country. It's not only bad personally, it's unpatriotic. I mean, you aren't over there serving. There's someone else over there serving, and you aren't doing it you know, yourself. And now you're banging his wife. Or you know, or his girlfriend or whatever. Because I'm watching this movie, Jarhead, and uh, I'm not
5: gonna give away a lot of the movie, but or actually any of the movie, this is just something that comes up in it. And one of the big themes is I guess they call them jodies. And I don't know why they're called jodies. It's not explained in the movie. And so I would really love about uh, for some of our military guys to tell us about what a jody is. Apparently a jody is a guy who bangs the chick. Of uh, you know of, uh, of the guys searching. who are in the military. Yeah, but I'm watching this, and that's what I get out of this movie. Is there's no way I could like again? Like I said, I could bang your girlfriend, Dubs. No, you can. Oh, well, probably not. <laughs> but like I, I physically, yeah. you know, if she would allow me to, I would. Again, and I would, I would be able to do that. But there's no way that I can have sex with them. Could you?
7: No, I've always thought that. I've seen people uh, hit on chicks that their uh, their boyfri- boyfriends or husbands just went over uh, overseas or even just uh, went through, uh, you know, are, are going through basic training or something. And I find that despicable, you know,
16: even if they aren't shipped over yet. This is really noble of you guys. I'm glad that you have set limits and parameters of uh, girls you won't bang.
5: No, just, I think- just
16: the soldiers' wives? Anyone else's fair game? I think... Basically,
5: yeah, and that's the thing too, because I've always said, I don't, you know she wants to, she wants, she wants to." Do Swanson?
7: It, yeah, why not?
5: I'll do it. But after watching this movie, I've decided there's no way I could do this. All right, let's go to John, on University here in the hideout. What's up, John?
11: Hey, how are you? I have a. If you guys want, I'm a manager of a local area uh, restaurant. I won't give out the name, but uh, I'll donate 20 deep dish pizzas to your thing tomorrow. Are you All right, well, where do you, where do you, you can you give, can, out, the you can give out the name of it. Where, where yeah, you give out the name Where are you Yeah, I'm the manager of Uno's Chicago Grill on University by the college.
5: Oh, nice. Dude, Uno's is epic. All right, you know what? Hold on, and Uno's uh, Chicago Pizza over on University by uh, by UCF. Thank you. Hold on, Chunks, go get the info ASAP. Snack time score. You're welcome. Right, let me go back to this. Let me go to sir, sir... You
16: should have dumped that so no one else would have known that that's how you got it. No, nah, nah, who cares? I don't mind. Sir Pork's a lot in East Orlando. What's up, buddy?
14: Hey, what's going on, guys? Go ahead, dude. Hey, uh, I'm a UCF student now, but I spent six years, actually. I was in the Navy uh, up in Georgia on a submarine, and mm-hmm. it, it's no joke. I mean, the rules, I mean, it's just unbelievable. I mean, guys go out to sea on the sub, and they're just dudes just waiting to, like, snatch up your girl or your wife. I mean, they just don't even care. You're just
7: predators. That. Just people ready to pounce. Now, I, what I, that seems to me, at least what I got
5: from the movie, that seems to be one of the biggest morale things, not politics and about fighting a justified, unjustified war, but it's the fact that you're away from your chick, and a lot of times they'll send you the love letters of Hey, I can't handle this anymore. I found someone. He's a good listener. Blah blah blah.
14: Have you, you anyone hear a quick story about that? Sure. Alright, we, uh, we used to go on patrol for 70 days, and, uh, one time one of our guys got this letter, uh, I call it a Dear John letter, but that's not even close to harsh enough, from his girlfriend that said, I met somebody else, I'm leaving you, when you come back, I'm not gonna be here, et cetera, et cetera. So the guys on the, on the sub, we kinda took the letter, and we scrawled some, Nasty kind of name calling stuff on it and we mailed it back to this girl. So then two weeks later on our next mail drop, well, we got a, she, he got a package from this girl and it included some photographs of her. Pleasing the new man, Aww. and so we took that picture. And this is this is where everything kind of you know karma works out. We took that picture and we mailed that picture to the girl's parents. And said, hey, dad, look how I'm spending my time and money in college,
5: dude. That's nice. great, sir. Pork's a lot. Thank you. That buddy. is awesome. I appreciate that. Thank you for your service too, my friend. Screw that bitch. I right, Destro says banging a
7: soldier's wife is cool, but a marine's wife is dead wrong any kind of i mean you have to have kind of uh, a brotherhood with all your all your servicemen about that issue it, you know you can have pride over marines and army whatever but when it's a chick uh, cheating on a serviceman or something like that you have to you have to stand together on that one and
5: you know what maybe i'm not seeing it from the from the other from the woman's point of view of Hey, I'm lonely. I need someone to help pay the bills, take care of the kid, kind of thing. But even, th- I mean, that's th- you know, I'm trying to play devil, devil's advocate on this one.
7: You know, it, it would be a different story if she said, you know what, I can't promise anything when he leaves and everything. That's, but a lot of times they promise, oh, I'll stay faithful, I'll do this, I'll do that, and then they can't do it anymore. And how horrible is it to uh send a guy that letter while he's overdoing, you know, you know. He has enough on his mind, as it is, and then you get that letter on top of it.
5: Uh, Reggie and Lakeland, you're in the hideout on Road Radio. What up, dude?
10: Hey, what's going on, guys? What you got, buddy? Hey, look, man, I'm an ex-Marine, and I serve with eight Marines over in Desert Storm. Uh, The Dear John letters are just a small piece of the pie. Some of the girls, they would actually send Dear John tapes over to their husbands or fiancés or whatever, uh, this one guy, he got one with his old lady banging two guys. And, you know, we're sitting there looking at it. We're like, man, you know, she can give some good oil. And she turns and face the camera, flips in the bird, and says, F you, honey, I want a divorce.
7: How uh, terrible. Like, I, what the hell is going through a woman's mind when she sends that over?
5: Uh, you know what? And here's what, have you seen Jarhead yet, Reggie?
10: Well, uh, being in Desert Storm, I, I have firsthand experience. Uh, I actually live up in Jacksonville, North Carolina now. Mm-hmm. And, uh, I mean, I try to stay away from movies like that because a lot of guys sit around and talk about, you know, they've seen combat, this and that. But when you've actually seen it, the last thing you want to do
7: is, is
10: to watch a movie yeah. that, that deals with it because it, it like, opens that door. Inside your head that you've been trying to keep closed for so many years, yeah, and it, and it brings out all these demons, man. And, and, it, and it's hard to like get a good night's sleep and stuff like that.
5: I hate. Uh, thank you again, Reggie, for your service. And um, that everything that we've heard from the soldiers so far is laid out pretty much in this movie. I mean, even that scenario—I don't wow. want to give away the situation around it—but that actual specific thing is in the movie. I think you really dig this movie. Maybe if you're a serviceman, like you said, you don't want to go see it and relive it. But otherwise, like for someone like me who's never been in, who unless there's a draft won't ever be in, it would, this movie is way more about like the psychological things that go with war as opposed to the Just actual the killing
7: and the, the, uh... the
5: physical fighting. All right, let's take a break. We'll come back. Um, again, this is more. This is a Jarhead was the movie I went to go see today. And the, the thing that I learned, I learned a lesson today. I will not be banging any of the chicks of any of the servicemen. Before, I didn't realize. Now, I know there's a special place in hell for these guys who do it. It's the Hideout Real Radio 104.1.
1: Welcome back to the Hideout Mixtapes tonight. I'm Matthew Irvin. Along to my left over there is C. Lane. What's going on, baby? Doing a good job on the board tonight. Thank you, sir. Uh, Right now, we have another pair of tickets to the Extreme Midget Steel Cage Wrestling Match being held Monday, August 7th, at Sun on the Beach in Kissimmee. For more ticket information, call 407-719-3610. If you don't win now, don't worry. we got a couple more pairs to give away in the 10 o'clock hour. So stay tuned. Give us a call, 407-916-1041. Toll free, 888-978-1041. You're listening to The Hideout on Real Radio 104.1. I went to go see Jarhead today. Great movie, I thought.
5: Uh, It wasn't necessarily violent. Um, it's about uh, more of the, the psyche. The psychological aspects of going to war It was about Desert Storm, Desert Shield and also too uh, a, a lot of it seemed to revolve around the, the biggest thing at least in the movie was for guys
8: and and, the chicks.
5: and their chicks that they live at home and like dealing with that kind of stuff. Um, and what they kept calling, the, the people who would be back at home and having sex with servicemen's you know, girlfriends and wives, Jody's. And I don't know what a Jody is, and so I'm looking for some help. Russell in Altamont, you're in the hideout in real radio. What do you got, Russell?
12: What's up folks? How are y'all doing tonight, man? All right buddy, go ahead. Hey, I'm I'm a Marine, man, and Jody Jody is just like some just like a regular guy, you know what I mean? Some some regular Joe and they just call him Jody. That's all um they say Jody a lot because we sing it in our in our cadence and military cadence, like when we're running or marching or something. And he's just like a regular guy, and they just tell a story about him taking your girl or something like that. So it's like it's nothing nothing really to look into. It's just like instead of saying Joe or Jim or Bob, they just say Jody. All
5: right, all right. thank you, Russell. Appreciate the info, man. So like it's a regular average regular Joe, Joe yeah. And then Jody's kind of a chicks name too.
7: Yeah, see, he's kind of a bitch.
5: Yeah. All right, I can dig that. Um, let's go to Mark in Orlando. You're in the hideout. What up, Mark?
12: Yeah, what's up, man? I just going to let you all know also, yeah, on, on what um, your last caller just said was absolutely correct. But a lot of times they did it as more as in to make you soft to if you actually came home and to your ladies I mean, messing around with somebody else. because you just don't flip out because you've been over in war and that's a real stressful situation. And you get back and you don't, if you're not thinking about it, you think she's safe for the whole time. You get back and you just have a
8: nervous breakdown, flip out, probably kill a couple people. All right,
7: hey, all right. Thank you for the info, buddy. And that's that's another thing, you know. You have to have balls, and uh, you know if you're going to be like if you're going to be the guy uh, with the girl with the guy over in wherever fighting. When that guy comes back, he's not the same guy as he when he left. And if he had some major stuff happen to him, he could flip out on you. You never know. Here's the interesting thing about this too. I'm
5: watching this movie, and I know we have a lot of heretics of the show who are Marines or former Marines. Mm-hmm. And it's odd; I felt oddly closer, like just like a little mini understanding, because they served uh, either in that war or uh, another, you know, this war, like a Zeppelin. You know mm-hmm. what I mean? And we we wonder a little bit about Zeppelin and how he is, and then the story that he revealed for us, to us. Uh, Monday night at the live broadcast and I'm thinking, okay, that makes a, that makes a little sense. I can see that, you know, and um, it's it's really, it's an intense thing, man. Let's go to, uh, here we go, ladies first in the hideout. Uh, Katie in Winter Springs. What's going on, Katie?
20: Hey. Um, I was actually married to a military man and um, he's my ex-husband, but I just spoke with him and he said that, in the, I know in the Navy they never use that term, uh, Jody, but, we did have a lot of women that, while their husbands were on deployment or their boyfriends, they would end up getting pregnant by somebody else while they were over there, and that's the letter the guys would get, and I'm sure that was completely disheartening. So we got a lot of backstabbing like that when, when we were in the military. So. Now,
5: um, uh, you did? Did you do it as a military wife?
20: No, I was very faithful, and my ex-husband was very faithful. We were each other's first, and everything else. So right. uh, it was very difficult to hear that. That I mean, it's it's not just the guy that's left at home and and is you know screwing on, screwing around on them. You know, it's the woman that has to take responsibility too. Yeah, and it's and it's really it's really sad to think that they're very disrespectful. I mean, this is my ex husband, and I still respect the the time that he served over there. Right. And uh, I think that it's very disrespectful to do that to somebody, you know, because they're out there fighting for you to be at home and to take care of your kids and to, you know, right. and mm-hmm. it's just ridiculous for the women to, you know.
5: Gotcha, Katie. Thank you. It's a hideout row radio 104.1. Yeah. It, just,
7: it just seems so uh, wrong, so despicable, and almost unpatriotic to be going around sleeping with uh, some guy's wife who's over serving overseas i don't know how you would live with yourself
5: doing something like 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 what kind of person are you to do something like? again regular cheating i, don't, I don't understand but to be doing that to a serviceman is, is i don't get that
7: i don't think you understand completely that there's people out there that aim for these people they aim for these women because i don't they, believe that oh I I know for a fact I've had friends saying hey this uh this dude's chick just uh you know he- you
5: know it's one of those things where you know you make the joke about the easiest place to find a chick is at the abortion clinic because yeah. she, she's easy yeah you just figure that's a joke so are you saying there are people who really go to the... That's what I'm thinking. It doesn't have to be, like, the not, kind of person who would actually
7: go to the abortion clinic. There's not uh, really people who go to the abortion clinic, but there's people who uh, know if a girl's got an abortion, know how to kind of console them and work them, and then they, they're able to uh, get in there. John,
13: uh,
7: Johnny, you're in the hideout on row Radio. What's
5: up, Johnny?
13: Hey, hey guys. Great yeah, bu- first year. Thank you, buddy. Hey, um, the guy before the commercial kind of stole my thunder a little bit about the video, but um, I don't know, you know, how she sent the video... But the one that I was told was um, she sent a, a video of Rambo in the actual case and the movie, everything. So all of his buddies are sitting around watching Rambo. And halfway through it, man, there she is on the video with some other dude.
5: Yeah, you, and that, that, that scenario comes up in the movie. And I'm not going to lie to you, dude. That was probably the most, that was the most intense part of the movie for me. Yeah, I we'll mean... See.
13: The thing is, he's got all of his buddies there. They're all hyped up, man. They, oh yeah, if we're gonna go kill people, and, and then there she is, man. He must have just totally lost. Yeah,
5: it. I'm telling you, I don't know if I, if you served in the war, and I don't know if you'd be interested in going like the other guy about reliving it, you know, reliving it in the movie. But uh, it's, yeah. it's it's definitely a very interesting movie, and it opens your eye up to things, especially yeah. from my perspective, who's never served. You just you feel like you learn just a little bit more about it, you
8: know. Yeah,
13: yeah, I was over in the first Gulf War. I was about one of the first fifty thousand on the ground. Um, and, um, also, I heard, you know, this was when I got back that the rates went up because, um, everybody was encouraged that they had family members over there to, to put yellow ribbons on their doors and around trees and stuff. And so that kind of let people know that, hey, there's some, there's a man not in that house. Wow. Oh, you know? I
7: didn't even know about that.
13: Yeah, that, that's what I heard when I got back. You know, I was, I was over there for seven months, so I don't know about that. But, and the word Jody, I was in the Air Force and, you know how we have our, when we're running and we have our... Uh, the
5: cadence thing,
13: the like cadence the song. cadence thing. Right. One of ours, I can't remember, I've been out for a while, but one of them actually went, Jody's got my girl and gone, so Jody's used in the Air Force, and I think the lady said that the Navy didn't use it.
5: Uh, you know what, Destro, who's uh, in the Marines, says that's, he actually gave me the lyric, and that hits exactly what you just said. Hey, thank you, Johnny.
7: So uh, it's uh, kind of already in a cadence and everything, so they're used to it, so that's what they use for the name of the guy who uh, bangs the chick. All right, check this out. We have a chick on the phone who says she dated a guy in the
5: military and gave him a Dear John letter. Ooh. All right, we got to take a break, though. We're running late. It's a hideout. Real Radio 104.1.
8: All
5: right, let's talk to uh, Tina in Orlando. Then we'll get to uh, the other girl who says she actually had a friend who dated a guy in the military. Okay, a friend. That gave the Dear John. First, Tina, Uh, thank you for holding patiently, Tina. What's going on?
21: Oh, hi. How are you? All right. I'm calling because I, I'm just fuming. I, I I saw the movie Jarhead this weekend, and what's really strange is it depicted almost exactly what my husband's letters, tapes, um, through Desert Storm were. It, it, It's so odd because I've been through four wars with him through Desert Storm when my son was a month old. He left, and we were up in North Carolina. He was in the 82nd Airborne, and he left in August and came back April the following year. I never once would even think of cheating at that time. And let me tell you, the opportunities were there. Everything, almost all the callers said, were true in some aspects. The tapes, the yellow ribbons. We we had family support meetings about um, not putting them, about... The morale of the husbands. Um, we were actually told that if you were cheating, if you were thinking of that time to tell your husband that you're breaking up or want a divorce, or not to do it. I mean, we were we were pleaded upon to not only for their well being, but for the well being of the man. Would you want to be fighting with somebody trying to have your back who mm-hmm. just got a letter from his? Oh yeah, his yeah wife? people
7: are counting I mean, on that guy, and if he's not, if he doesn't have his exactly, eye on uh, on the prize it, there.
21: Right, and it, it, it's it's so unpatriotic. It's so, I mean, touchy in general to me is wrong. But mm. there are circumstances here and there that I could see. But in a war, in a wartime yeah. situation, when you're, and these wives are home, you would not even believe the stories. I was, you know, I, you'd be at the grocery store and see and just hear people giggling. Oh, I'm four months pregnant with Bobby's child and my husband's been gone six months there's been been wives that have moved out of their home with the children use their power of attorney because when husbands go to war they have to give power of attorney to uh, either their parents or spouse and it's usually for three years generally because they never know how long they're going to be there Uh, my husband is still over right now he came back for six months and went again for another year tour and he was in the noriega and the bosnia Time, the, uh,
5: Tina, we got to move on. Thank you for the phone call. Thank no you for the problem. info. Thank you very much, sweetie.
21: Yeah, I mean, this sounds
5: like something you could talk about for a very long time. Yeah, like,
7: it seems like everybody who's been over and done any of these things has a story about this.
5: And what's so odd is this is something that never even was in my frame of consciousness until I saw this movie this afternoon. It has never even crossed my mind. Uh, Jody, uh, Jilly, in. Uh, Winter Springs, you're in the hideout. All right, so you're the one who had the friend who dated the guy in the military, right? The friend.
18: Well, it's my friend, Mary. Yeah, your friend. And she, yeah, she was mm-hmm. dating this guy, Joe, who was in Kings Bay, and he was stationed there. So we would go up, you know, every couple weeks, hang out with the guys in King ba- at Kings Bay. They would get us, you know, on the base and stuff like that. And that's actually how I met the guy that I kind of dated, but we kind of broke it off while he was away. And it was a mutual thing. It wasn't a Dear John letter or anything. All
5: right, tell us about the story, though. What happened with your friend?
18: Well, with my friend, she had been seeing this guy. She actually lived in uh, Virginia with him for a while. And when he went to Kings Bay, we moved over here. And while he was away, he was on a sub for three months. And you get maybe one or two letters from these guys the entire time. And so she finally got a letter from him, and that day... We went downtown, she met a guy, and left him the very next day. Sent him a Dear John letter via email, and he didn't get it until they went to an information port, and I guess by the time he got back, she was already shacked up with this guy.
5: Now, what did you think of your friend?
18: I honestly, I can understand, because it is very hard to be away from someone for that long, but at the same point, I thought... Three months? Well, I know, that's <laughs> what I'm saying. I mean, it's <laughs> That's a long time when you're young. That's no, it yeah, How
16: long were they dating for? Uh,
18: I think it was just over two years. <laughs>
16: wow. All right. But it... see,
18: I'm a Navy brat. My dad was in the Navy. I mean, I know what it's like to have someone that you love go away for that long. And she was not ready for that. Huh. And it took its
5: toll on her. All right. Hey, thank you for the in- uh, thank you for the story, Julie. Appreciate 90
7: it. Ninety days. That's all. That's all it took for that slut. What a whore ha. <laughs> Not Jilly,
5: but her friend. No, yeah, her... Wow. Well. Uh, Brad in Lake County, here in the hideout. What up, buddy? What up? What you got, dude?
14: Well, I just want to let you all know i worked with a lot of older veterans over the years, and uh, they always told me that story about Jody. All
5: right, so this Jody thing, again, this is another thing that I never had any idea that it's been around... Like it was because even in the other movies, like any of the other war movies, you didn't yeah, really... you
7: never saw that in platoon or anything.
5: Yeah, that's why I think this movie was so good because it it was a war movie from a different like a, a...
7: different perspective. Yeah, or a different angle.
5: Yeah, it wasn't so much about the violence uh, surrounding the war, but mainly like the soldiers, kind of like what they go through and the mentality. <sighs>
7: Well, you know, when a when a guy leaves for three months to serve his country, what do you expect the woman to do? You expect her to wait around for 90 days? That's three cycles, my friend. <laughs> That's three times she's got to uh... ovulate. Yeah. All right, tell you what, we're take a break and come back.
5: i want to come <laughs> back with our boy Lester Big Hands, hideout heretic, because I know that he's got some stories. Yeah,
7: I'm sure he does. Because he was in the army and the marines.
5: And I want to know if it was any different. It sounds to me like it's the same. It doesn't matter if it's Navy, Air Force, Marines.
7: The girls are all the same. All right, we'll take a break and we'll come back.
5: I really appreciate everybody. Again, this is this movie is one of those was an eye-opening thing. And I now know, never bang the wife or girlfriend of a serviceman.
7: You know, it's other openings for the uh, women when the guys are away. It's not eye-opening. Yeah. It's eye-opening.
5: I also wonder too what it's like for the like the female, like the the chicks who go overseas, like if they even bother leaving a boyfriend behind.
7: <laughs> yeah, because you know the guy.
5: Well, you know you know the guy's gonna do it, and then you would think that maybe too but she's
7: the guy's not selfish enough. I don't think to send that letter over. He's just gonna keep it on the deal. Yeah,
5: he
16: tell her when she gets back. Eh. Dominican Tony
5: in his hot box car. What up, dude?
14: Chilling, man. How you guys doing? What you got? This is pathetic, man.
12: Three months, three months is nothing. have thing's in my refrigerator older than that. Yeah, exactly.
5: And the, and the chunks will then drink it, too, if it's like milk the or women something. Women
12: have no respect no more today. Well, I'm not, I'm not
5: going to label all women that majority, have. But there been. are well, some. The majority,
12: majority of them, they've uh, just,
11: they, don't, they don't stand by their man anymore. They just want to... Do their own thing nowadays. They want to be independent. All
5: right, thank you,
7: Dominican. Oh, they're in love with the D, and you can't really.
11: I'm not going to
5: sit here and say that it's all women. As a feminist, I'm not going to allow that to happen. Can I? It's that... a big
7: chunk of them. No, from it's... What, what I hear with this, all this stuff going on with. No, uh... no,
5: because we also talked to like three or four wives tonight who were uh, completely faithful.
7: <laughs> not, I, counted... I didn't say all. I said a big chunk. I only counted one.
5: There's like two or three at least that we talked to who remained faithful. All right, let's take a break and come back to Lester Big Hands about this. And then there's a lot more to get to in the hideout tonight. But I just had to share this with you. I'm telling you, go see the movie. I you're gonna, I think you'll dig yeah. a lot, Dubs. And plus, they do. That's the other thing too, is just about like the service guys. Now I know why the heretics love this show, and why a lot of them are like ex-military. Um, a lot of the stuff we do to chunks. <laughs> Is, uh, is in this a lot of hazing type things uh, also going on? I got a few ideas for
7: me.
4: You got to keep yourself occupied, you yeah. know. I was talking to uh, I think it was uh, Zeppelin downstairs, and I've basically gone through basic training without the running. <laughs> 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 yeah. Hideout Redneck says
5: uh, if you catch your chick cheating, to the dude you beat their ass first, then you shoot them. Never shoot them first. And 079 is a Marine and was stationed in California. And uh, the way we knew if a husband was away on deployment and the wife wanted to get scraped, <laughs> as he puts oh. it, she would leave an upside down broom on her door. So this whole codes, uh, ladies first in the hideout when you call. Robin in Orlando, what's going on, Robin?
0: Hey. What do you got? Iris is, is calling to make comment um, on what y'all are talking about. I was a Marine for four years from 82 to 86, and I was a military police officer. Okay. And um, the majority of what we dealt with was domestic issues. You know, you get people who are, like, 18, 19 years old. They get out in the military. You know, they get freedom from mom and dad. They get out in these situations. They're all stressful. You get lonely. You want to hook up with someone. You know, so your relationships mean everything to you, and you tend to get married too soon. And I mean, like back when our dads were old, you had to have permission to get married. You know, nowadays it's your civil right; you can do whatever you want, whenever you want. But right. if the Marine Corps is—you know—the Marine Corps, especially, their attitude is that we didn't issue you a wife, and we don't care. You know, and so you get kind of like in weird situations as far as your relationships and stuff go, because it, as a Marine, your first obligation is to the Marine Corps, right? You know, mm-hmm. not to your family and. Then when you're separated from each other for all that time and you're still young, you know, you don't understand what devotion or responsibility and all that stuff is. And so everybody cheats on everybody. Everybody whores around. Uh,
5: and and, so you guys would do a lot of the, like, the military police, like, on the bases and stuff? You'd have to do a lot of this domestic violence stuff or domestic Oh uh, yeah, uh, Oh, yeah. We, I mean,
0: we were cops, just like normal cops, you know. But we just patrolled our own and, mm-hmm. you know, took care of our own. But the majority of what I dealt with was...
16: Domestic stuff. I do so you got a question? Yeah, I was just curious. You think it, were any guys like setting up girls where you go over to their house and turn the broom upside down and try to trick a guy into going there? <laughs> I'm sure that probably happened.
0: i happen. in
16: civilian life, honey. Uh, all right, thank you, Rob. I appreciate
5: it. All right, uh, Russell and Altamont's been holding patiently. What's going on, Russell?
0: Chilling, man. Hey, I
12: just gave you a call, you guys a call about uh, Jody mm-hmm. or whatever earlier. Yeah. Yeah, I just wanted to say, man. Uh, that what, what everybody's saying is hap- happens a lot, but I'm gonna tell you, I'm a Marine. And I did Operation Enduring Freedom and Iraqi Freedom, back to back—one six months, one eight months—and the guys do the same thing when we get overseas or whatever. Right? They go. We get into different ports. The guys. Some of the guys are married, and they go do the same thing. Boom, banging all different kinds of girls all the time.
5: You know. And you know what? That's a very good point, and I understand that, and I almost expected that, and that's why. Uh... Like cause that's what you see in, like, the previous movies before yeah. this one. This one opened my eyes to a whole other thing I never really thought of, and that's why it was so my biggest shocking issue, to me.
7: My biggest issue, not even just the uh, the cheating of the girls at home and everything, the, the the sending the tapes and everything just totally boggles my mind because that was someone you supposedly loved at one time, and you are messing with them. Like that? Yeah.
8: That's in like,
5: that
7: situation? That, I, that, I think that's worse than the cheating. That's like the dudes in the ports
5: taking pictures with the prostitutes or the uh, the other honeys and sending it back home and saying, hey, I'm having a blast. Absolutely. That, that's, that has that's like vicious that intent time, with it. Though. All right. Hey, thank you, Russell. Appreciate no it, problem. bro. All right. We got to take a break. It's a hideout. Real Radio 104.1. What's
1: going on, everybody? Welcome back to the hideout. Here on Real Radio 104.1, your boy Matthew Irvin and your other boy C-Lane What's hanging going out on. for the next hour of the night. We've been giving out tickets all night to the Midget Wrestling, haven't we, C-Lane? We've been giving out tickets, that's right. And we have a couple more pairs to give out this hour. A pair of tickets to see the Extreme Midget Steel Cage Wrestling match being held Monday, August 7th at Sun on the Beach in Kissimmee. For more ticket information, call 407-719-3610. What number you want to take, Celine? We'll take uh, the third caller. We'll take the third caller. 407-916-1041, 888-978-1041, star
2: one zero four one on your singular wireless phone.
1: You know the phone numbers very I good. I know them. I know them. All right, let's get back to the best of the hideout. Real
2: quick, speaking of uh, live broadcast, uh, SBK is going to be out at uh, Slow and Low Barbecue this weekend. So uh, oh. if you're in the area, check him out. Slow and Low Barbecue in Cocoa Beach. Uh, for his birthday roast. Uh, but if you want to go out, you're going to have to uh, make reservations. Call 321-783-6199 to make your reservations. And uh, stay tuned. We also have more tickets to give away for Midget Wrestling. It's the Hideout Real
1: Radio
2: 104.1. Chunks
7: was ta- asking uh, Dirty Howie outside if he wanted to go to Coco with him. And uh, Dirty Howie-, Howie is unavailable tomorrow because he has to take his girlfriend in to get an abortion.
8: Whoa, Wow. <laughs>
4: You just you just throwing around that knowledge, huh? My goodness. I don't even think we can say how he phrased it. No, okay. no, I had to do with the vacuum.
5: Okay. Um. Yeah. So. All right. So all right.
17: So I'm gonna go get real nice and drunk tonight, right. so that I can be still pretty drunk tomorrow when it's getting done, because I have to be in there with her. That's a good
5: thing you want to do. Week of alcohol during that experience.
17: (laughs) Well, I mean, alcohol created it, so why can't alcohol be involved when it's getting destroyed? (laughs) Jesus, (laughs) no. Do you plan on uh, naming it? Well, I already had a name when she first told me. We weren't sure if we were going to get it done or not, so I already named it. What'd you name it? Kurt. All right. And it was a boy. who Was going to be Kurt. (laughs) Right, hold on
4: you <laughs> You're going to bring
17: it in, right?
4: Like show and town? Well,
17: I mean, if they'll let me keep it in a vial, put uh, in, like, some formaldehyde uh, or something, I mean, maybe. Okay, now, this is just... <laughs> what <now>. the This is <laughs> hideous. This is really hideous. Uh, uh, well. uh, now, how long ago did you guys get... Uh, how long ago did she get... Well, it, when I left to go to Pennsylvania, mm-hmm. uh, that day before that, we went, like, six times... And I think it happened that day. Ooh, yeah, probably. And that was, you know, part of the influence that got me back, which told me that. So I was like, cool, came back, and we got to talking about it. And tomorrow is actually the cutoff for the first trimester to the last day we can get it done. So we got to go ahead and go get it done. <laughs>
5: wow.
16: <laughs>
6: What's laughing?
16: <laughs> wow. Now, uh, I, you don't seem very sad. Yeah, my only well, Yeah, this is you're you're a little too lighthearted about this. I mean it's really not a joke if you think about it.
17: Well, I look at it this way. If God hadn't wanted us to kill him, he wouldn't have gave us abortions.
16: I now that's not the way to phrase it. That's
17: oh, actually oh, the worst way to phrase sorry, it. That's not sorry. even a,
16: a funny joke by any means.
5: That is uh wow, it is um Well, I gotta say this. Knowing you,
16: I think it's a good idea that this happens for
5: the sake <laughs> of the child. Or Fetus.
17: Yeah, she already said that she thought she had the demon spawn in her, and right. so I don't know. It's been making her sick nonstop since day well, one. That, that happens with pregnancy. So, yeah, you know, and so I don't know. And she went out and got really drunk a few times before she found out she was Whoa. pregnant.
5: Oh, so now you worry that so, maybe?
17: Oh, well, you know, have a cyclops child, you know, coming out looking like Douche till Drone, Then, then I'd have to kill it, and then I'd be murdered. Okay, this is
5: odd. This is very uncomfortable, in fact. <laughs> and it's not even—it's not funny, dude. I right, hold now why are you so offended Douche Trill? Well I mean here's right, how right, now how can you tell him it's him and his uh, no, shit? I'm not
16: telling him what to do but to be like hey you know uh, getting drunk's what created it getting drunk I may as well be drunk again it's it's I don't know to me it's just not a lighthearted joking matter. Well, if, no, for
7: some people maybe it is. Maybe Not, that's... not for you if you uh, if it happened to you you wouldn't be handled the same way maybe
5: but... that's the way he's dealing with the pain with alcohol and jokes. Mm-hmm. Thank you. Did you ever think of that Joe? Not everyone's a well, crybaby like you. Well, he doesn't
16: have to compare it to me, saying it'd be a cyclops like me. I have two well, eyes, the, I have the, one eyebrow. You're the only <laughs> one
7: that
17: survived. You're the only uh, abortion that survived. No. You, you you made it out. To be I, to be completely honest, I I'm I was against it from the get go. I don't I personally and my personal beliefs don't believe in it. But I also believe that it's a woman's choice and I'm did either gonna she be there. wanna do it? Yeah, she wants it done. She's only nineteen years old. How many times have you have to circle the blocks? Did, did so, we meet her? No, she's she was gonna come up tonight, but she doesn't get off work till like. Night. I think it's, it's a, a good, good idea month. that she. <laughs> yeah, this would have never got brought in. I'm I'm really hoping she's not listening because if she is, then I'm not getting any tonight. So it's all good. Whoa. <laughs> Whoa, wait a second! Wait a second! Wait a second!
5: You wanna have I'm, sex tonight? What mood music I'm, are you gonna <laughs> use? <laughs> Right, hold on a second. Oh, everyone, everyone calm down. I know d- people have different ways with dealing with potential tragedies. This is a very sad situation to some. These guys are laughing like maniacs. Um, wow. I'm in shock.
17: And if you're listening, baby, it's all a radio bit, I promise.
5: I hope it's a radio bit. All right. Um, chick, hopeful one says, that's nasty, why didn't he just give it to Brian Peppers? Okay, so that's
8: not helpful.
7: <laughs> yeah, donate to a
5: cause. Stop, all right. This is really uncomfortable. Mm-hmm. Kevin in Champions Gate, you're in the hide down row radio. What do you got, Kevin?
11: Yeah, hey,
13: guys. You know what? The uh, radio, they're not, it's pitiful. Have another drink, man. Enjoy your vacation.
5: Yeah, it, it really seems a little odd. But again, you're dealing with it in, the, in one way, and uh, others would deal with it in another way. Ooh Good times. No, not, not really. <laughs> what is the? Oh, the Brian Pepper song. There's an ugly pedophile sleeping under your bed.
3: There's an ugly pedophile sleeping under your bed. Anyone I'm trying to make my MySpace all Brian Peppers. The top eight. Yeah, he's got a lot of mama.
5: Um. All right. So, Dirty Howie, uh one of the original tickets and he just shared some news. Now, was it a painstaking thought process of to come to this conclusion? I'm sure it didn't happen on a whim. Well,
17: she's known because, like I said before, I'm I'm against it. Mm-hmm. I don't believe in it. You know, I believe it's something you do. You got to live with it. But unfortunately, she's either going to get it done with me there or with me not there. And so you want to go be there? be there, drunk and to support. Yeah. <laughs> pretty much, right. But and since you know we come to the conclusion of what it's going to be, and we've made up our minds about it, it's almost become a lighthearted joking subject around. Again, you know, as, a way to deal with the tragedy. It's a way to deal with it. You know what I mean? You so, you understand how, why why some people hate you right now
7: because it it really came off as cold and callous. Four zero seven nine
8: one six one
5: zero four one. In fact, I'll say this: almost uh, like a sociopath.
7: Like, very removed from the situation. And, Dubs, you were there giggling along with him. Oh, hey, it's not, I am removed from the situation. It has nothing to do with me, and I could care less. But, like, um, it's a whole thing. I'm not here to judge you.
4: I,
5: I
7: am. I, I'm a completely, you know, woman's right to choose. Darone is completely disgusted
16: right now. He's not, hurt. Not with the Just the fact that it's so many people treat it like it's so lighthearted. I don't think you should. you should ever be able to make a joke about it. I know everyone deals with things their own way, but what about the other people who are listening? They don't find that funny. It's offensive.
7: Well, well, anything could be offensive. Yeah, it's uh, your own personal beliefs. If you find it offensive,
5: fine, whatever. But it's not just because some people find it offensive. If, if okay, we well, if, if irris- we stayed
16: away from every topic that could potentially be offensive, there would be no radio. Well, forget the offensive thing. If you're irresponsible, I'm not calling you irresponsible. Yes, you are. Just yeah, yell at him. Tell it's, it's, him. It's, come on, Darrell. give it to me. You know what he says? Who? <laughs> he says he doesn't believe in abortion anyway. I'm not for or against it, but I don't. I think if if you go ahead and you do that, you know it's your responsibility. Don't go around and. Uh, Hey, alcohol did it. Let's go get drunk again. Now,
5: hold on a second, though. Don't you think that possibly this uh, this potential, this fetus, if it were to go full on, be born, and have Dirty Howie and the 19 year old as a mother
16: and father. They would have a life for an abortion. But how do you know it wouldn't be the next Einstein?
5: But how many Einsteins were there? There exactly. was one.
16: And you're looking at Dirty Howie saying his
7: offspring could be well, the
5: next Einstein. Look at him. For
17: real. <laughs> I like how he agrees with you no, guys. he knows.
5: What? Anthony Orlando, you're in the hideout. What do you got, Anthony?
10: Yes, well, listen, um, uh, i tell you what. All right,
5: hold on. You can't say that. I
7: don't know why you didn't think you could say that. Mm. All right, people are pissed. What are they saying? Uh, who is this
5: a-hole?
17: Welcome to Real Radio.
5: Uh, I am also for the right to choose... But I believe idiots like this is the reason there is birth control. Quit drinking and buy some rubbers, you moron. Did she you, was, did she you was you on not, birth control. Did you not bag it? She was on birth control. I, you never believe them unless it you watch the them. Unless you watch them take the pill or go with them to get the I shot. I bought her to Planned
17: Parenthood to get the shot. Oh Ninety nine point nine percent, and with my luck, I got that point .1 percentile. I
5: do, still. You look like you're about to cry. I'm not about to cry. No, you're staring in the corner
17: with
16: your eyes, like, welling up. No, welling up at all. I, I might mean, have been staring in the corner, but my eyes aren't welling up. Will you take Kurt as your own <laughs> if he decides to, uh... Well, knowing that she's been drunk all these times, no. All
5: right, but, you know, how many women are usually get drunk the first trimester? They don't even know they're
16: pregnant. Yeah. That doesn't have anything all to do with anything. Well, there's getting drunk, and then there's getting drunk.
5: No, there's not. It's hey. getting drunk they getting tipsy. Many,
16: many people don't know in their first trimester. Or getting a buzz. I'm saying if you're having a couple of drinks, that's one thing. But going out and partying, I don't want him. I don't want
7: Kurt.
5: <laughs> Fine. You have bad relationships with dudes named Kurt before?
17: No. All right. well,
7: you can name it Kurtier. Dur-
5: Curtis. Dirty Howie hit a nerve. That's what I do. All right, we'll take a break. We'll come back. Four zero seven nine one six one zero four. If you want to yell at Dirty Howie, here's here's the reason it was here's the reason people are pissed. If you'd come in here and said, man, I'm uh, I'm pretty bummed. I gotta take my chick to get an abortion. Dubs would have made an awful joke. I'd have yelled at him and been like, all right, come on, it's a tough thing. Instead, you announce it while giggling and the two of you are uh, laughing like sociopaths. <laughs>
7: It doesn't matter to me. I, why do I give a damn if he's taking his girl to get an abortion? It has nothing to do with me, and I will laugh my ass off about it.
17: And I laugh because Dub laughs, not because it's a funny subject.
5: I right, we'll take a break. We'll come back. Yeah. <laughs> I like that argument. It's a hideout, Real Radio 104.1.
2: What's going on, Real Radio 104.1? You're listening to the Hideout Mixtapes. I'm C-Lane, and that's Matt over there. What's up, baby? We're going to uh, give away another pair of those extreme midget wrestling tickets. Matt, what you got for them?
1: A pair of uh, tickets to see the extreme midget steel cage wrestling match being held Monday, August 7th at Sun on the Beach in Kissimmee. For more ticket information, call 407 407- 7193610. So we'll take the uh,
2: third caller again 4079161041 1041 Star 1041 on your singular wireless phone. Now back to more hideout mixtapes on Real Radio 104.1.
7: Running up to the compound. And if you want to ridicule uh Dirty Howie in person. He just announced that he was going to uh he tomorrow is going to be a tough
5: day. He's going to be drunk tonight and probably tomorrow. So that he um could take his girlfriend to have an abortion. Now, normally when you share something like that, it's not on the radio. And secondly, uh, you're not giggling. More somber. Yeah, uh, giggling like a maniac. Um, and I think that's where uh, now the people are lined up to yell at you. Well, here's my deal, Hefe. Now, I, I said you're dealing with this tragedy in one way through jokes and alcohol but it came off callous to what is this, uh, a very serious choice. I do believe in it. It's a very, I, it's a very I, passionate subject. I will say this. I personally think it's a good thing that you're getting
17: one. Yeah, me too.
5: Because uh, you're crazy. <laughs> and you knocked up a 19-year-old, and i that's just a recipe for disaster. Well,
17: However, the laughing like a maniac probably didn't help you. Well, I realized when I got back from Afghanistan. Ah, play the uh, play the, hey, hey, play the hey, soldier card. Hey, When I got back, and I was having all those horrible dreams at night of me killing those people, and and knowing yeah, that. So you want to replace <laughs> it with
9: Kurt?
7: <laughs> no, yeah, you
17: Knowing that they had a family too, and how much it just nah, well, it didn't all really hurt. Right. But I realized that comedy is you know laughing and joking about things the best way to deal with things. So you eh, de- laugh and joke about it; it you, happens. You
5: dealt with the uh, death that you saw in war through comedy, and um, now you're doing the same with uh, Kurt. Yeah, the, Now, now, the now you're, de-
16: you're desensitized. You're like, eh, what's killing one more? And you
5: know what? It's kind of true. There is uh, des- uh, desensitization. or the uh, I can't talk to that.
16: <laughs> But in his case, I don't think going to Afghanistan has anything to do with this.
5: You know what? The soldier hey, card I works don't me all the time. Leave me alone. I don't know about that. You don't know that. How do you know? <laughs> right, let's go ladies first in the hideout. Lynn in Orlando, you're up. What do you got, Lynn?
20: Hi, hey. um, I'm calling because um, I was just wanting to um, share that I've had an abortion, and I understand that it's not an easy thing to cope with. But I just wanted to bring it to your attention that this baby already has Kurt. eyes and ears <laughs> and, right, and fingers and ten toes.
5: Not a baby. It's a, it's a fetus. It's not a okay. baby. It has a name. It's a, it, whatever.
20: <laughs> his uh, his I, name is Kurt.
5: I could name my individual sperm if I really wanted to. That's true. I do. Yeah.
7: It, it takes a long time for me. It's millions of names you gotta go through in that book. It's like uh you know, reading through the Bible and the begots. Um but I, I I will say it's not it's not
5: I mean it's a very serious thing, but um that's the way he's dealing with it. You know what I mean? He's he's crazy. What do you want?
20: Well, I understand that it's a difficult thing to deal with, but I guess I just wanna hear um, what you have to say because um, you know, tomorrow is a permanent decision. You can't mm-hmm. turn back and change
6: your mind. That but is true.
20: About the, the fact that it has a heartbeat and brain waves and c- is sensitive to pain.
5: All right, I don't know if that yeah, all is yeah, actually true. never been first, proven. In the first trimester. Yeah, the, never been proven. Fetal pain is actually. If fetal pain, I know a lot about this. Fetal pain has not
7: been proven. You can preach it all day, but it has never been proven.
5: All right, here's the real mistake having sex with Dirty Howie. Because you may be able to get rid of the kid, but
17: the STD you'll have for life. Please call him Kurt. Ooh, ooh, Matt Albert said that? No, that's actually a woman. Oh, uh, it was a woman said that? Mm-hmm. Who? Because I want to slap her. <laughs>
5: Stop. All right, you're not going to roam into domestic violence. I won't allow that.
17: So Probably domestic violence if you get caught.
5: Uh it is, All right, you know, shock jock behave over there. <laughs> shock, shock jock. Craig and Mount Dora, you're in the hideout on Road Radio. What do you hey, got?
8: I'm not
11: really calling about the... Uh parasite that a 30 year girlfriend has because that's a whole different story. Mm-hmm. But the uh, whole thing is, I thought the doctors and pharmacists or friends alike, and the only people that disagree about this whole subject are girlfriends.
8: Mm-hmm.
11: Birth control is 100%. The whole 99.9% right. is just to prevent them from Formality. lawsuits when people forget to take their meds. Um, Look, yeah, I mean, that could be true. All that is 99%. It's just... Protection against
5: the law. And I thought it was actually 99.1 like, or something. Mm-hmm.
17: Look it up on the Internet. I don't know who this dude is, what he's talking about, but there's been many cases of where people have gotten pregnant on birth control. So no, before happens. he stops running his mouth, he needs to start looking stuff up.
8: No, it
5: definitely
16: happens. Now, here's the thing. idiot. Here's yeah,
17: the thing. If it's on the Internet. It's got to be true.
5: Oh, hold on. That's don't, don't, it's not like there's, it's the 90s and it's all full of rumors on the Internet. The Internet has become a serious source. you got to go to the right Web page, though. Ass. Not douchechill.com. Right. Is now, there one? No. Let me ask you this. Um, now, when it comes to all this, though, mm-hmm. you realize it is a big deal, and it's something that's going to affect. It, do the families know? Nobody knows. Except for now. <laughs> except, except for, for now Florida. the thousands of
17: <laughs> listeners who have <laughs> And, and listened by the way, uh,
5: since the last time you were here, the show has blown up. It hit <laughs> the tipping what I heard. point. Yeah, it hit the tipping point. But
17: her family's really right-winged Christian. I don't think any of them are listening, and my dad's a Catholic. Oh, so. Hold on a second. Let's call them. Uh, I have none of their numbers. <laughs> right.
5: Tommy can get him in two seconds. He knows where Chill's mom lives. Mm,
16: don't mention it, please.
5: Uh, Katie, ladies first in the Heidi. Hideout. Katie and Sanford, you're next up. What do you got, Katie? Hey,
20: um, I was actually my mom when she was younger, uh, like 16. She had an abortion. Mm-hmm. I don't know. Um, is he planning on staying with his girlfriend? I would say
5: pro- no. I, I would know. say no. If I... Uh, yeah, I would have to say probably not. I know him. He's a whore. Uh, okay. More than likely, <laughs> he's gonna be out there uh, banging and banging and banging.
20: Well, she might be, you know, if she's listening tonight, she probably is. If she cares about this subject, obviously Mm -hmm. she would. Um, I know that with my mom, after having her abortion, she's been very, she had four kids after that. And she's been very disconnected from all of her kids to a degree, kind of um, emotionally detached. And I know that it's very hard for a woman. I mean, she. uh, if she had given the child up for adoption and knew that the child was out there and, you know, did that it might have been a little bit easier on her conscience but i think that she had to detach herself so much from her child when she
8: gave it or when she had the
7: abortion Uh, it's different for each different person and you have to know yourself uh, before you get into something like this i know uh there's many people out there who actually uh celebrate the birthdays of when their kid was supposed to be born and Mm -hmm. it's a bunch of people that Really shouldn't have had in the first place because they were, you know, they shouldn't have the abortion in the first place because they weren't mentally prepared for what they're about to do. Thank you, Katie, for the phone call. 407-916-1041-888-978-1041.
5: Ninja, uh, I'm sorry, uh, Giant Brian says, he's just wondering for the open door if everyone should bring up cigars or not. (laughs) I don't know. Half smoked, half smoked. (laughs) What the hell's wrong with you? Ah, jock. Jonathan Leesburg, you're in the hideout. What do you got, Jonathan?
11: Yes. Um, you know, my whole thought process falls along the lines. If he wants to act this immature about it, too bad a bullet didn't
17: catch him in the head when he was in Afghanistan. Oh. He was hey, why don't you come
5: up? I, I, we're not going to start oh. f- fighting and threatening people to beat people up in the parking lot. That's not going to happen. You read my mind. Now, let me s- I know. I knew where you were going. Uh, here's the thing, though, about birth control and protection. Okay? Here is the fail-safe way to not get a girl pregnant. And more so than absence, because absence isn't realistic. Hmm? And it, well, deuce Joe, maybe for you, Mr. Asexual. Here's what you do. You wear a condom. You make sure that she is on some sort of birth control. And when you are about to be done, you make sure you're not still one. That is a fail safe way to not get a girl pregnant.
7: And if you do get her pregnant that way,
5: have the kid because you're supposed to. Yeah, that was meant to be in mm-hmm. some or it's someone else's. Yeah. <laughs> it's more likely someone else's. All right, we gotta take a break. 407 1041 Now going back to what I think it was Katie said about her mom being disconnected, some people go in the opposite. They have the abortion, they have more kids. They cling and love those kids and try to make up, in their eyes, as to what, you know, for what the choice they made before. Here's my whole point about abortions. Plain and simple, okay? Whether you believe, like me, that we need more, and what Dirty Howie is doing is a good idea, or whether you believe there should be, no, no, no. I honestly believe it comes down to having a choice. In life, you must have choices, A human being without choice. You're nothing. You're not a human being. You're merely a cog in the machine. You have to have choice in life. And I believe the choice is first with those who are living. And then you go from there. We take a break. We come back. Now let me ask you this. Have you learned your lesson, stupid?
17: Yeah. Yeah. Next time there will probably be a uh, magnum on there. You know, oh, got to
5: get that, you know. Chalk you know, jock.
16: <laughs> <laughs> yeah. It's a
5: hideout, Roll Radio.
16: 104.1. Hot head here. Mm-hmm. Hair, hair check.
5: And um, there's something I I was... All right, so let's just say <clears throat> I had um, had some sexual relations. Did not pay for it. Let's say maybe I found a girl asleep with me.
8: <laughs> Sorry. Yeah.
5: (laughs) So anyway, like after you're done Mm -hmm. having sex, you think to yourself, man, that was great. And so whenever you have something great and someone else gives it to you, your natural reaction... No, not like that. Okay. Your natural reaction is to thank them. And so... I was torn in my head as to whether or not say hey, thanks, that was great. I really needed that. Is that wrong to thank a chick whenever you are gonna whenever you've had sex?
7: I've never <clears throat> thanked anybody there's something in my throat right now.
16: Tommy some get out of here All
7: right. <laughs> um, you're the one that was torn up and I don't know where you <laughs> oh, said <God>. it. you're <laughs> torn. You're torn. Yeah. I've never thanked anybody after sex. Oral, yes, because I do think they are doing a uh, you know completely nice gesture there. They aren't getting any pleasure out of it. Oral, you thank them. Sex, you don't. All right,
5: 407-916-1041, 888-978-1041. Uh, Ban in Gainesville, you're in the hideout. What do you got?
13: Yeah, I had that same thing happen to me. Like uh, When I was 17, I finally got my girlfriend to have sex with me. Uh, first time ever said thanks afterwards. She slapped me.
7: <laughs> Why would you slap you? It was kind of the thing you do uh, to a slut, you know? Yeah, thank you.
13: yeah. Well, like, I just, I, you know, it was, um, you know, you, you, I, what better thing for a 17 year old guy than to get laid, you know? And you, yeah, you do. You want to thank him.
5: I think, I think it's, I think it's just nice. It's a, a courteous thing to do.
7: Thank you. They only hear the thank with me uh, afterwards, after the door shuts, and I'm running out to the, the car. The U still coming out of my mouth.
5: Bobby Hill, you're in the hideout on Rural Radio. What you got, Bobby? Hey,
11: I was uh, I was doing some
20: thinking about different kinds of thanks, actually. There's a of, like like, you know, the office party Christmas gift thank you, you know, after you get, like, a random hand mm-hmm. in the bathroom. Or, uh-huh. or there's, you know, the thank nothing. And, you know, when you say in the mirror afterwards, you say thanks to yourself.
11: Or, huh. you know, or, or actually, when you give someone, you know, something special, like say chlamydia,
5: you say thanks. Ah, thank you very much.
7: Now, this would be bad if you, uh, if they didn't say thank you to you, and you said, "Well, you're welcome," you know, he's get done with, and they're laying there.
5: All right, so yeah, let's say yeah, they had done something, and you're walking up. But if they, all right, so let's say you don't say thank you, but they say you're welcome. Yeah. Then is it odd?
7: That's very odd.
5: Like, what, I'm supposed to thank you? Or what, was it a task? I don't even know. All right, let's ask Hot Heather, who's hot and I'm sure has had sex before.
18: I, I have actually said that to people before. Thank you? Yes.
5: Now, is it after, they... after sex or after, um like, they use their mouth? Both. Okay, so it's okay then.
18: And they've looked at me funny.
5: Oh, they did look at you funny?
18: Yeah. They look at me like, you're welcome or okay,
5: but you want to thank them because when you're thanking them, you're pleased. And that's really what you're thanking them about is the fact that you're pleased.
8: Yeah.
7: Now, I usually say thank you and then I uh, do the cowboy thing where I act like I'm pulling the guns out of the hoster and, you know, but I'm naked. Yeah. Thank you. Ooh. <laughs> all
5: right, Tommy Bateman, I'm sure the girls thank you.
3: Right? Just get that out of the way? Of course. Now. First of all, for just even talking to them. <laughs> Let alone like touching them anywhere.
5: Now, have you ever thanked a chick or do you feel like it's their civic duty? Yeah,
3: uh, a couple girls I thank, and I'm like, finally, someone who can take it all. Thank you.
8: (laughs) 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 He's just taking a loose (laughs) 4
3: I don't have to buy a new 3,000 thread All right, already. (laughs) I understand.
5: Yeah, I was just wondering about that, though, whether or not it's wrong to say thank
7: you. And if the chick would get offended or not. I think some could. Why? They just might not think that's the proper thing to say directly after. I've never known of a thank you to be offensive. In between you walking to the jug of uh, milk sitting in the fridge and downing it. With just my t-shirt on. No pants.
15: It's the gayest thing ever still.
7: <laughs> just two dudes with t-shirts on and <laughs> socks and nothing <laughs> else. Just dangling. No, and the socks can't be fully on. They're they're half off and they're just kind of flapping there at the toes. That's gay. You paste it. <laughs> you, you paste. You paint a nice gay mental
5: image. Mm. My job is done. Alright, Matt Howard says that he draws a smiley face in his hand with one eye winking. That pretty much means thank you. (laughs) Uh, You know, Matt Albert, 21-year-old virgin, after he has sex, should, yes, he should be sending out thank you cards to the parents for uh, them giving birth to some whore that would sleep with him. That's just mean. Oh, oops. The baby rhino that's going to have to take his virginity.
7: I think the hydraulic company for building a crane that can move him up and down. you imagine? He's never, think about that, he's never going to be able to have missionary
5: sex. It just won't happen. Unless there's some girl with just the oddest
7: fetish. Now his hands a are... A crush fat. fetish. His hands are so fat it probably feels like uh, a woman. Form fitting.
5: You know, you're right. never thought about that, man. Maybe that's the reason to gain weight. Mm-hmm. Get fat hands. So it's like there's an actual cushion there,
7: mm-hmm. like with Lester Big Hands. Oh, Lester Big Hands are like big and muscly, though. Like Matts are big and fat. You're so big, clubs. What's wrong with you? Analyzing, like you want a handy. Well, I'm I'm <laughs> thinking in my head what would feel best on me.
5: Ladies first in the hideout, Sandy. You're up. What do you got, Sandy?
20: Yeah, hi there. You were saying um, that when.
3: Early. Uh, <laughs> I can't say that. <laughs>
7: uh, what she said was uh, that she usually gets pleasure when uh, giving oral. So
8: I
5: didn't mean to hang up on her so fast. Uh, tell her to come up to the station. <laughs> I want to
7: please her. Take her teeth out and rock it. You don't know that. <laughs> Was that Louis Anderson? I'm sure, he does look Great.
5: Is he or is he not? Gay? Yeah.
7: I've never thought about it. I've heard that he is. Wow, that'd be odd. Oh, oh yeah, dude.
5: Didn't you hear something odd about Louis Anderson?
3: Tommy, have you ever heard anything out about Louis Anderson? I'm pretty sure he is gay. Allegedly. I'm just saying, I'm pretty sure he is. I think I, I'm looking right now. Yeah, I don't want. He looks great naked. I don't want Louis to
7: sue us. <laughs> he would. He's looking for any paycheck he can get anymore. <laughs> Good luck Give me that the- butt deep fried. Ah.
5: Hey, who's online too, Madmanbate? I think you gotta hit tab so it goes over. Is it just some idiot?
1: Um, something about you asking him or thank you to you.
5: Okay, mm-hmm. Never mind then. We'll take a break and we'll come back. I want to hear it. All right, Kenny.
7: Hey, Kenny. Yeah.
5: What you got, buddy?
12: I just wanted to know if uh, you were to do Tiffany, who do you think would thank who?
5: All right. Yeah, she's obviously thanking me. She's with me. She wants it to. She wants to be my girlfriend. I saw her yesterday when we were at a city walk with being drunky. We are walking around trying to decipher uh, Siriana. I ignored her at first. I walked right by her. She's my girlfriend. You don't always have to give them a lot of uh, attention. What are you shaking your head for, you ass? What do you want? Get in here, stupid. <laughs> Chunks. You don't have to sit down. No one asks you to stay for a while. Yeah, you can't stay at the
4: table. Well, you know how I get here real early in the morning? Mm-hmm. I saw Tiffany in the elevator, of course. I don't think she knows like that I work here, which mm-hmm. is cool. But I was like, hey, man. Uh, I, I was like, hey, uh, you're half girlfriend, right? She goes, <laughs> no. She goes, uh, that's Aww. just a big joke. I was like, oh, really? She's like, yeah. I was like, oh. Well, then well, how come when I
5: see her, uh, she ignores me the way my ex-girlfriend used to? What does that mean, huh? I don't know. Huh? Brilliant?
4: I told her, I was like, I'm going to tell him that. She's like,
5: but he's a really nice guy. Why you, why you come in to uh, break my
7: heart? Why
5: you got to be the bearer of bad news? I'm nerves? just
7: telling her. Maybe you got to let her know. I heard you're supposed to shoot the messenger.
5: All right, somebody give me a wolf ball back. There's a nice target. That new anus that's growing back
7: there. <laughs> yeah, the first one wasn't getting filled enough.
5: Oh, come <laughs> Jordan, you're in the Hideout of the radio. We got Jordan.
14: What's up, Hideout? Yo, nope. Uh Louis Anderson is gay. He got blackmailed by some guy uh, after he was diddling him and stuff, and then he had the FBI brought in and everything because uh, Louis refused to pay him money. That's this all over the news.
5: I knew it was something like that. I knew it was something going on. And I don't there. think the
7: guy's race has anything to do with it. What'd he say? He likes black dudes. That's fine. I missed it. Right,
5: i should just take a break. Blackmail? No. Oh, I told you I'm off tonight. <laughs> I do. I feel real off. I don't know what it is. Maybe it's the fact that I've been up since 6.30 in the morning. I don't know why, man. I, I pass out. I pass out at like
7: 11.15.
5: Really? As soon as I get home, I'm out.
7: Something wrong with you.
5: And then I get up, you know. 6:37, and I'm up all day. You gotta force yourself to stay up till like one or two. No, because then I'm still gonna get up at seven or eight. I told you I'm a morning person. Uh, let's take a break. We'll come back. It's the Hideout World Radio 104.1.
1: What's going on, kids? Welcome into the last segment of the hideout for tonight. You got your boy Matthew Irvin, right here. Next to me, C Lane. What's going on? The big baby himself. That's right. We still have one last pair of tickets to give away to the Extreme Midget Steel Cage Wrestling match, which is being held Monday, August 7th at the Sun on the Beach in Kissimmee. For more ticket information, call 407 719 3610. Yeah, so then if you're
2: going to be caller three again, once again, caller three to 407 star 1041 on your singular wireless phone, and you can uh, come hang out with us Monday, August 7th. At uh, Extreme
1: Midget Wrestling. Going to be very excited. I don't get to hang out with you. I got to stay here and press the button. Sucks. Yep. Welcome to my life. All right, let's get into the last segment of the Hideout tonight. The last segment uh,
2: Chunks reads another Fat Man diary. This one is about uh, running a batch in his old family car. So uh, stick around. It's the Hideout Real Radio 104.1.
7: Now, as a public service, the Hideout presents a roadmap to dysfunction with
4: Chunks and the Fat Man Diaries. Shut up! I didn't say anything yet. (laughs) (laughs) December
8: 23rd, 1995. Shut up! Quiet! I said quiet!
4: You just want me to even do it. Go ahead. I actually let him... You don't want to hear it. This is my heart and soul. Shut up already. Shut read it. All right. I hate long road trips, especially with family. And on the holiday, all I want to do is play Sonic the Hedgehog. Especially the long drive from D.C. to New York. Stuck in a Dodge Omni with my parents and sister. Listening to Chuck Mangione. Who? The trumpet guy. Or a Coronet. I hate you and your family. <laughs> what? That's, I hate listening to it too. That's what I just said. Tell the story. However, I do get a full week off from school. Which is great. It was about at hour four of the drive when a hot girl started driving next to us in a Mustang.
8: Jesus.
4: (laughs) She had long, flowing blonde hair and nice, fluffy, scrumptious breasts. Scrumptious? Everything with you is, like, food-related. Scrumptious. It's like you're talking about a donut. Daddy wouldn't mind a little bit of that milk. (laughs) What? What? Yeah. That's right. I waved at her through the window. But she just kind of looked at me weird and sped up. Fine, treat me like every other girl. She can't take her image out of my head. About an hour later... All right, hold on a second.
5: What? I got a feeling uh, that this story is going to involve you and your sister and having to cut open her gut and sleep in her for warmth. What's wrong with him? What's it's, wrong with Matt Alvarez? Just
4: like it's The Empire Strikes Back. I know that came from him. Luke. Get in here. Hey, his sister ain't exactly strutting down runways either. Ass. At least she's not breaking them. Could be.
5: Your sister should be landing on them.
7: <laughs> what are
4: you talking about?
7: Or acting as one.
4: What's wrong with it? Now I'm all flustered for the start. I lost my place. Go ahead. Oh, um, well, yeah. About an hour later, I still couldn't get the image of that girl out of my head. Or that hand sandwich. So much so that my little monster began to roar. <laughs> what the
8: hell is that
4: Exactly. <laughs> he was definitely awake and kicking now. I couldn't help it anymore. I noticed my mom was focused on driving and my oh, dad and no. sister
17: were asleep. Oh, Jesus.
4: I figured it'd be okay. It's a
17: choke's fat man diary
5: on the hideout Rover <laughs> radio 104.1. <laughs>
4: I slowly start, um... Rubbing my monster very quietly. Just picturing the girl on my head. Her hair, her lovely uh, eyebrows, well shaped What? And I'm done. What? <laughs> yes. Even though I was slightly uncomfortable now. <laughs> yeah, you can. Where? What happens to it after that? You know, my pants. You know. No.
8: Oh, yeah.
4: so dirty. My jeans. Yep. Yeah. Oh. Well, you're 15, man. You mean to tell me Shut you've up. never done that?
8: <laughs> no. You You face Shut up. Shut up. Shut up.
4: I felt a lot better. I needed to get that out. <laughs> what the? About two hours later, we stopped at the Waffle House to eat I could Two
6: hours later, I couldn't even
5: imagine having that stuck there. I
4: fell asleep right afterwards and woke up and went to eat at the Waffle House. And you brought some syrup of your own. Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. Damn it. Gross. Now I got to X that part out later on. Thank you. (laughs) Lo and behold, (laughs) the hot girl was inside. My monster was ready again.
5: You? Is that what you mean? Is that what you're into? Fingers
4: disappearing? Go hmm. for the obvious. Now it was time to get a delicate treat of my own. During the meal, I told my family I had to use the restroom. On my way over there, I saw the hot girl. i just finished her meal. She was sitting by herself. But she wasn't done yet. Oh, no. I still think she needed a side of Italian sausage. What? The
8: hell?
4: I decided to work up courage to go over to her. I it's was ready. Ri- I I hate you. I was ready to let give- him talk. I was <laughs> ready to give her. Wow. No, tired of it. You just want me to end it here? No, tell me the story. You sure? Yeah. You guys tell me? Oh, come on. We need it every Thursday. Like, right. I decided way I work at the. Cur- I was ready to give her waffles a special chunks-flavored syrup. Thank you, Dubs, for pointing that one out.
7: If you didn't write like a simpleton. I wouldn't.
4: I was 15. No, you weren't. So why? I walked up to it. It started talking. She must have been about 23. I sat down in her booth which is rounded in a quiet corner I can't go on now no go ahead I want to hear it after the chit chat I jokingly seriously say hey baby you wanna open your Christmas present up early are you just a a bucket of bad one-liners you guys have heard me talk you've been out to me with bars this is how I talk yeah I've been out with you and then I touch my zipper she looks around and smiles at me. She says, hey, you know, I actually really like confident guys. A lot of people wouldn't have the courage to say that to me.
5: With jizz-filled underpants? Yeah. They're too hey, dry up around. I had
4: underwear on. Come on.
5: Now, did your fat sister think that was custard filling and go chomp chomp?
4: What's wrong with that kid? He's never, she's never been anything but nice to him. Cordial. She loves salt belly. Yeah, she's got mom pants, but, um, why don't you let me put a star on top of your Christmas tree, she says. (laughs) Enough one-liners. She said it, not me. I couldn't believe it. She said unzip your pants. I can't
6: can't (laughs) even really finish it. I can't. You have to. I can't now. I'm all
4: thrown off. Read it, dude. (laughs) She unzipped my pants. All of a sudden, uh, I was met with a, uh, enormous pain, and she grabs on, <laughs> mixing the Christmas berries with my tree. You sick little perv. You think I'm going to give you a blank besides your pimply and fat. I'd rather give the orange juice glass a handy. Uh, that embarrassment didn't even compare to the pain of the fact that my mother was near the restroom door uh, staring at a stranger grabbing my junk. And it's over with. Great. That was a good one. Yeah. That was a two. Yeah. Direct for me. This is my childhood. I don't even know. What happened to the part where they cut your sister's belly open for warmth? <laughs> I
5: That's
4: was looking forward to that. That part. part never happened. She's very nice. Or where she used her ears to fly. She doesn't have big <laughs> ears. I don't know even.
3: To... I thought you guys went to that island and they cut <laughs> her head off and put it on a stick.
4: This isn't Lord of the Rings. All right, Lord of the Flies. Whatever. It's the same thing. <laughs> This is a damn embarrassing story. You guys even made a manager record for me. Now I'm sad. Oh, that was great. (laughs) Should I even do these anymore or what? I love this. Yeah, next week I want to hear about
3: the time you uh, jumped on your bike and there's no bicycle seat.
4: (laughs) Yeah! Nobody even cares. You guys have never done that. You've never done that in a car before. No, especially not with the the family. Or when your uh, sister gave birth to the retarded kid. By the way, that hasn't happened yet.
5: You're uh it's so funny. These are these things are riddled with like those
4: MySpace comments that are just stupid. Mhm. you guys have seen me out. That's how I talk. And it's probably why I'm not with a chick right now. Ah! I'm so, what? All right, Dub, should I throw something through the glass? <laughs> I
6: can't win nothing around here. I try my best.
4: I don't even... I'm just going to sit You there. really Yes, that really... Yes, I did that. I had jeans on and underwear, man. See, that's the main reason why you don't do it. Why? You've never been 15 and, like, it just never really felt good. Like, you kind of touch it and it really feels good. In your pants? Yes. What? Yeah. Why? What does it matter? It goes in the wash machine later anyways. Now, Now, I also thought, too, at some point...
5: T- Come on. <laughs> in Matt a, in the story there was gonna be uh it was gonna be something about uh when Jonah lived in her stomach, yeah, her sister's right. stomach. <laughs> <Come on. laughs>
7: I just hope Ahab finally gets her.
4: <laughs> you know it's funny she sent you to a Christmas gift now. Aww. She sent it to you, it's at the apartment. But no, go right ahead. And she keeps telling me how nice that young man, Matt Albert, is. (laughs) Every day she says, wow, he seems really nice. I'm sorry that he's so fat because he'll never get laid. Oh,
5: please, like any chick thinks of him every day. All right, let's take a break. We'll come back. Tommy, do you have your MySpace game ready? Speaking of?
3: Uh, sure. I just have to rearrange a little bit.
6: Just got to pull it out of my sister's fat line. Then it's good to go. Why would
3: you talk about your sister that
6: way? (laughs) Seriously, that's family. we have been
5: smoking too much in her car.
1: It's
2: The Hideout. Uh, Row radio. 104. Yeah, it's The Hideout. My name is C. Lane.
1: I'm Matthew Irvin.
2: Thank you for joining us for the best of The Hideout, the Hideout mixtapes. Did you have a good time tonight, C. Lane? I had a great time. My bum was on the C. Lane. Yeah, that was just kind of weird. It got gay for a little while.
1: All right, guys, that's (laughs) going to do it for The Hideout tonight. Wake up with the monsters in the morning, followed by... Followed by the uh, Shannon Burke Show, midday. And then the one and only uh, Phillips File, and then drive home, and then?
2: And then the hideout will be in Best Of again tomorrow. That that was cute, what, what you did with the switching. You like that? I like it, the switching. It's, it's radio savvy. To get your it? 24-hour hideout fix, make sure you go to FM. Check out the hideout page where the podcasting section is, or search for us on iTunes. And uh, once again, visit hideoutheretics.net, fullblownaids.com. Woo. Don't be ashamed, you're entertained. Listen to the hideout, Real Radio 104.1. Uh,
1: we out, bitch.
2: 5,000. Oh, it's all the, same. You for
1: name. the closet scars me, and one I get the chance, I gorge till it sickens me. To the guys I had on. I like physical contact, even craved it with men. Yeah,
8: I'm
4: gay. I am gay. Yeah, I'm gay. I am gay.
8: Shut up, Tubbs.
4: J Dobbs is the worst person in the world.
9: Yeah. Run right back, get it. I can do the gay stuff. Yeah, I'm clearing it up over here. I'll have some watermelon. And the big fat faggot. If I want you to do your best, I will listen
14: to you. You can put
8: Uuuh, oh, dude, right.
10: I be smacking my hoes. I be smacking my hoes. I be smacking my
8: hoes. Not interested. I don't. I, five thousand.